And we are live. Welcome back to the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam Dunn, and... I'm Dave Charnick. Oh, shit. I'm J-Lo. And we are back in the studio. We have uh, an in-studio guest, Mr. (gasps) Andrew Hatch over here. And we also got a bunch of guests coming in from Thailand as they wake up, because right now it's about five, it's about what, is it 5.34 in the morning? So, you know, great time to do interviews right around 5.30 in the morning. Would you like to do an interview at 5.30 in the morning? Perfect. Yeah. They all did, though. That was the crazy part. They all did, and they were all awake, because I already have heard them. I was like, man, you guys get up early over there. But we're going to be checking in and seeing how that first, uh, has it been a week now? Ten days? Two weeks? It's been a while. Since what? I don't know. Since they went crazy. Since, since, since Thailand went legal. It was like right before. Two weeks. It's been two, two weeks, weeks because I wanted to have him on last week for the first week check in, but we couldn't do it, so we did it this week. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. And uh, anything else on, on, uh, I got on, on the agenda? Huh? <laughs> Andrew Hatch is going to crush it today with our tissue culture. I know. But no pressure, of course. <laughs> Zero pressure. He's going to do everything perfect. Zero pressure. Blindfolded. Blindfolded, yeah. We're going to yes. do a blindfolded um, Maristem today. It's going to be a totally new thing. I can do that. I Look at him rocking the Wana hat. Shout out to, to Joe Hodis, my long-term bud. Uh-huh. New, <laughs> is this because they just cashed out the huge amount of money? Is that why you're no, saying they, my bud? Is that what's did going Did they really? <laughs> I didn't know. They no, did. I, I told you. My, I did. My did they? biggest mistake in my entire cannabis career was not accepting uh, 3% of the company prior to Wana. So who the hell knows? The gummies. The gummies yeah. are where it's at. Okay, so then now dumb. they got the list in front of me so I don't get it all wrong. So wait, Tian is uh, going to be coming in. So Tian is a former Miss High Times friend of the fam, friend of a lot of people in the industry. Thai by, uh, she was, she's, she's half Thai, I believe. And then so she went back uh, a couple of years ago and uh, so she got to watch. She did kind of what I did, was, which is like, oh shit, it's getting... It's getting to that point. I need to go back home mm. and capitalize on all this stuff. She just wrote a book also about cannabis and nutrition, so we're going to talk to her. We also have M. Svin Rav also, who's I've uh, been following him online, and he's been doing. You can just tell. You can tell when people are in the thick of it, right? And so he seems to be. He's also friends with JJ and a bunch of other people that we know. Like I looked at our friend list. I'm like, okay, we got about 150 friends, and they're all the good ones. You know what I mean? So, um, do you have them color coded so, like on Facebook, you can tell right away. It's not really oh, fuck. color. There's always the. That's the. I don't. That's the. I don't want them. Um, and then also uh, another. So I had him round up some people for me. I was like, hey, you know what? It's probably easier since you are like boots on the ground. If you kind of cruise around, figure out who's doing what. Um, it is funny because, as you'd imagine, uh, who's at the center of all the cannabis stuff? Former, like, Americans, NorCal, uh, you know, growers, breeders, people who have went to Thailand, obviously. And I bet a lot of them never saw it coming because most people didn't. You know what I mean? It wasn't well, because like, three weeks ago they were cutting your hands off. It wasn't that bad, <laughs> but it's always been, you know... Pretty big stretch of the imagination that it was going to go that that far, and now they've—I mean—they've given away a million plants. Wow. The government has, which is amazing. They stole Ed's idea. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Shout out to Ed Rosenthal. Ed, that was Ed's Ed, idea. Well, he wanted to give away a million plants. So they gave away. They—they they have, or they're in the process of. <coughs> and that alone shows you like how much smarter that is of the system. It's like, wait. You t- they're encouraging home grow. They're encouraging yeah. people to do what they should be doing from the beginning. So, uh, Baba Fats. 
which is going to glance over the fact that they just gave away a million cases of aphids and oh, well, yeah. spider mites. <laughs> that's to be that's a learning curve that everyone has to deal with. And they made sure everybody had fusarium right out of the gate. Yeah, there's a lot of there's yeah. a lot of angles HPV. there. HPV. Um, but uh, a friend of his, so Baba Fats, is going to come in. He's also got a thing called OG Canna, um, which is basic, or yeah, I think it was OG Canna, which is a trying to get all the OGs that are out there together to kind of help kind of bring this in properly. Um, and then speaking of which also, um, oh yeah, and, and M's Finrov, the guy earlier, he's also got a little grow shop going, which I saw, which was, you know, small, but still crucial. So what you're sh- saying is we have 12 guests on tonight. No, and then we also have Chris Stevens on. 13? That's, yeah, a few. Okay. And, Lucky 13. And Chris is um, Thai Genetics Seeds, I believe it was, and uh so he's he's the breeder from NorCal who moved out there. Still repping the 707 area code while he's out there. Still pushing hard. <laughs> Does he have a headband? 707? He may. We're going to find out when he's on the show, for yes. sure. Anyway. Okie doke. So, we, but we do have in the studio, and that's going to be coming up, you know, within the hour or so, but I figured perfect timing. We got an in-studio guest. He'll get right into the deep of the thing, and then boom, he'll be interrupted by all of our other guests. That's, you know, that's how it goes. And then we'll have, have him back. Yeah, share Juana's gummy recipe with us right now. Oh, yeah, you have to give us the whole recipe. Yeah, put the recipe up online. Yeah, it's uh, one part one. All right, so let's... Two parts love. I asked a buddy of mine about... uh, He he owns a pizza shop. I said, can you just... You don't have to give me your recipe. Just give me a recipe. And he said, no problem. Flour, salt, water, yeast, olive oil, go. That will make something. Yeah, I'm a a cook. I I know. So, so first of all, I want to say that the reason we have Andrew in the in the studio is because one of our co-hosts is stepping up to the plate. Obviously, not you. (laughs) We know that. We knew that. J Lo has put this show together. This is a J Lo show. J Lo show brought to you by J Lo. She gets a producer credit on the poster. (laughs) Producer credit. Yes. Did you did you did you put that into the description? No. Oh yeah, I do. I do all kinds of stuff over here. You get nothing. You get zero. Credit Do you watch a Joe show. Rogan show, Andrew? Uh, no. no. So that's I don't Jamie. either. But there's a character on his show that's Jamie, who is like, you, you even think of something, he has it up on the screen ready to go, mm-hmm. answered. You you ask a question, while you're asking the question, He's the answer there. comes up. He's there. So that's Jamie. <laughs> we have... Shitty um, Jamie. Shitty Jamie. Shitty Jamie. Oh, we got MTI crushing over here. <laughs> and he, he gave when himself. he decides to do it, <laughs> yeah. when he decides that he wants to look, he will. He, he gave so himself that he name, just so you know, I'm not, I'm not being cruel. <laughs> he came up with it. I would never have used that. I didn't even like MTI. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. Truth wow. comes out. Damn. Truth. I didn't even like you. No, Dude. I didn't even Sorry. like That's MTI as a name. I, I wanted to call him Mark. I thought MTI was a little, you know, gauche. Two weeks in a row, your name gets dissed, bro. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, Dave, better watch out. Better watch out. DTI is going to be coming around try. the corner. So let's uh, go, Avs. So let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk tech, bro. Yeah. Tell us, tell us how you guys met and what's weird in the industry that you uh, cross paths. You guys are going to love this more than transferred diseases or <laughs> whatever. I'm going to be did. really <laughs> honest with this story. So he drinks clams took, too. <laughs> you guys are pounding clams. He actually does not drink as well. You guys have a lot in common. Sweet. Nice. So we like him better over there. Yeah, I'm allergic. So a few years back, uh, like four or five years now, is Andrew came in to prove a diagnosis that I had on this commercial grow wrong. 
And he came into this other consultant was insistent that I didn't know what I was talking about and that I was killing plans for breakfast. Wow. I had a whole man squad against me, just rooting for me to fail. Mansplaining you all the way. Like, <laughs> yep. And Andrew came in to, uh, yeah, take away my job without even realizing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he ended up diagnosing Bastard. the plants with um, one of the diseases that I had diagnosed and called me and said, Jay, you were correct on this. And that is where we... Be, I know. Talk about and it. And then she love. slipped him a tw- she slipped him a fifty and was like, "Thank you, dude. It's Thank a fairy you so tale, much." I know. <laughs> oh. No, but that's awesome. So, so you uh, you came in as the na- to prove her was it technically was that the job to prove her wrong? You were like this dumb. Wait, they really hired you? That was that, that was actually in the contract. It was. Yeah, no. Did it say in quotes? Um, Fuck J-Lo. Dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> did not. Yeah. No. No, no. What they didn't put it in quotes. I mean, it, it was capitalized. <laughs> it was air quotes, yeah. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. at the time. And, and, and bold. Yeah. People are so fucking mean. I, I'll tell you what. But we have this great friendship out of this. And Andrew is actually one of the most intelligent pathologists. Like, he is so deep into orchids and commercial cultivation, um, pest and disease eradication, tissue culture. Man crushes it. Man crushes. I heard that. I yeah, heard man crushes. This is not happening yet, but okay. So orchids. So orchids is a great um, sort of thing to focus on just for a second because we're always so hyper focused on cannabis. And I mean, orchids are some of the most. Well, they're beautiful, obviously, but they're also some of the most delicate plants out there, probably. In I mean, uh, from a from a commercial point of view, and and people white. I mean, when I lived in Amsterdam, that was kind of like the the holy grail of their growing was to do those perfect and mm. they had such a narrow window it was crazy it was like dude if it gets above this temperature or below that temperature um did you have you been doing that for a long time like orchids uh, yeah I've been, I've been growing orchids for uh 20 years uh commercially for eight years um breeding for about 10 uh been involved in judging. I was president of the Denver Orchid Society for <laughs> a couple of years. I don't know if they want to be affiliated with me now, but um. <laughs> who wouldn't love you? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, right. I think Andrew teaches classes at the Botanical Garden here in Denver as well. Sorry. Yeah, I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny that. <laughs> but, Are you yeah. under a non-disclosure or something like that? I, I did not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> talking about it on the show. It was from a third uh-huh. person. It was from a third person. Yeah, so it was from a third person. So. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, so no harm, no foul, right? Um, but yeah, I've been... Did you uh, breed any of that you named it or anything? Uh, you have any yeah, yeah. My first one was, uh, of, it was Vanda is the genus, and mm-hmm. then the cross was Holyfield, just because I wanted people to say like Vanda Holyfield. That's I like funny. Boxing. That's a good one. See, Stoner, <laughs> typical weed guy, like right there. He's like, fucking that. Wait a minute, if I cross that, that then I can call it that. <laughs> Who cares what it looks like? Just the name. <laughs> oh, that's the right you want. Did, did, did they uh, compliment each other? Was it a... Uh, you know... It takes about four to five years to bloom out each cross, and so uh, not really. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't enough that like uh, you know I saw the first few bloom and I was just kind of like really to the side, unfortunately. But you know, uh, behind every good grower is a large compost. So four to five years is that just just the cycle of how they flower? They flower that far apart from each other? Yeah, yeah. So like orchids in the wild typically are three to five years before they bloom. Some are up to fifteen. That's why they're so special. Mm-hmm. Like the ones on, that you see on the grocery store shelves, like uh, those come from Taiwan. Uh, Taiwan produces most of the world's orchids now. They don't even get touched really by human hands. It's most like of India the time. does the same with a lot of shit like that too, where you're just like, it's crazy. They supply the whole world with certain ones, and you're just like, fuck. 
Yeah. And, and so those take like uh, nine months for them to grow and bloom, and then they can sell them to us for three bucks. Whereas uh, our technology, we can't even do it in you know under two years, a year and a half. Hmm. Seems like a lot so, around the world ship for three bucks, right? It's like Jesus. Yeah, right. But you know, King Supers, uh, you can you can have a, a beautiful orchid to take home and kill. <laughs> Pretty much. You can slowly torture this plant. Bring this home. Bring this plant home and slowly torture it. I do that without it having to be an orchid. <laughs> Sadist. I, I try. I'm not that guy, man. So, so um, and when you were doing that um, 20 years ago, were you also doing cannabis at the same time? Was that just like a side hustle or was that just Doing like, cannabis. That's not, you sound like my dad. Wow. <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Doing it. Are you doing, are you doing, are you doing, doing, doing the pot? Are you doing the pot? Are you doing the pot, kid? Hey. My dad actually said like, are you hanging out in an opium den? I was like, what the f- <laughs> What century are you from? You're like, do you have an address him, for one? Because he, he's I'll... a scholarly sort that does not. Does but, not were you, but were you, but were you, but were you doing both parallel, or was it kind of one first? Uh, well, so like my first, uh, you know, every every botanist gets their start as a teenager, pretty much. But I was 12 when I grew weed the first time. I was like six when I grew plants the first time. But I was like, I like weed. I want to make more of it. And then it just kind of 12 a good age. That's rolling that's, down that's, a hill. That's, you know? that's on point. How old is Nick? <laughs> Nick is now ten, almost ten. So he's still got a. You know, years. was no sound effects for that one. There was no about quantum physics and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> so at twelve, uh, you got the er, you got the itch, and you grew yep. some swag. I'm sure. Right? No, I grew, no fire. I tried. Like, I tried. Um, my mom actually tried to grow swag. Me. No, you tried no, to no, no, no. I tried to. Well, I, I didn't even know the difference back then. Uh, I grew up in the DC area, and they had like three flavors. You know, it was like. <laughs> Bad, swag, worse, and swag with terrible. other things sprayed on it, like and uh, synthetic things. I mean, you're clo- <laughs> I think it was like was DC's it. close to Virginia. I mean, you got Virginia's got some fireweed, so there's there's definitely good weed around there. But I'm sure DC just well, this was. I mean, this it. was the early '90s, and so it was a bad time. Bad yeah, it was time. a bad time. It was a bad time. We had a Pretty moment. Yeah, there was a. I was out of here. I left in '89. So remember, here. we talked about there this was with the pro. Weed. Huh? There was, was no good, good yeah, in the middle of the 10-pound brick that didn't get bricked. <laughs> that was it. No, we talked about this, man. The, the more fire your weed was, the greater the chance you were going to get arrested. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's funny because that was also the time period where, yeah, you would oh, catch their attention and it'd be like, we're finding this guy. Who's this guy? <laughs> yeah. Somebody was just telling me a story. Was it you? But they got, they literally, it smelled so skunky that he was able to get out of a ticket by saying he just hit a skunk and the cop didn't want to come anywhere near the car. I'm going to use that one. Well, so it, you better have, better have some good weed. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work these days. I only smoke shit. Sorry. Well, we know. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> You've brought it to the show before. Oh, my God. You're a cop. You can't be talking shit about the shit I smoke. <laughs> yeah, I had that. I had that in the 10th grade. And the wrestling coach said if I ever brought it into the school again, he'd call the sheriff. Oh. <laughs> Those but he gave the, me those the are the days though, you, they, you know? they even gave you that warning. No, they gave me nowadays, the warning. You don't get nothing. Just don't bring it into yeah, locker. It must be so different now going to school and with, I mean, the amount of I mean, plus it's like, well, the the difference though now is that so many more people have access to weed in general that it's like it must be much more common because I can tell you that at Fairview High School there is no penalty what? for a teenager having a cannabis related cannabis derivative or cannabis on them they just basically take it from them and send a note home they're pro weed 
I don't want to say they're pro weed. Oh. They're just not I into just, the hassle of it all. Yeah, they're just they're like we only have them for a couple more years. <laughs> just approach. get out. Federal government, take note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, don't, don't, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, just, 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 just ignore, ignore what Andrew just said. There's nothing to see here. So, yeah, so you, so you're saying mom, so, so you're saying mom, mom, mom squashed that one early on. That was, a yeah, well, one. you know, she wanted to bring him in. My dad kind of squashed it. Um, uh, and so, you know, the next best thing for me since I had to kill him was throwing him <coughs> off the roof to see what happened. But, you know, I was 12. Uh, and then, you know, as I, uh, Got older and, you know, a little more savvy. I mean, I remember buying Ed Rosenthal's book when I was about 14 uh, and having to go through all sorts of craziness to get it. Shout out know. to Ed. Yeah, put yes. up a picture of Ed. It's so cool that no, you No, just throw that. some Ed fucking things up. Jesus Christ, how slow are you today? I feel like everybody, <laughs> Do I have though, to do all the sound effects now, too? Is that what's going anybody on? Anybody I've ever met that grows weed, seriously, oh, we he right, was the first author. Out of all the guys, I'm not discounting anybody, but Ed was the, like, you know, the only book, really, I feel like, that everybody was, like... I think he was reader. even prior to that, when you were even too afraid to acquire a book, Yeah, you could read his tips in high times and get a basic understanding of how to get the job done. I love that. Basic <laughs> understanding of where... Somebody that he knew who did something at one point. That's how he. That's whenever I used to read it, it would be like, "I once saw a guy who did this." It was never like I did it because. And then whereas that was his attorney. I know, him. and that's yeah. a, he had that already figured out. It was like you never say you do it. You always kind of mention that you might have seen something like it. Whereas like Jorge, nothing like that. He was mm -hmm. just like, "Do this, do that, do this, do that." Yeah. And Jorge's book, I thought was. Not, was better as a practical book if you wanted to really grow. Like, I'm going to do this. Because so, so, he would give you the details, which are the only learned if you do it yourself. Because they're too too many details. Whereas right. if you, you can't randomly just talk about something that you might have seen with every single fucking detail possible. Because then it's like, hmm, seems a little off. But uh, I so was John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> We've had Ed on. I don't know, a dozen times, right? Awesome. I mean, yeah. Uh, close to it. Well, maybe not a dozen, but quite a few. T yeah. At least 10 times he's fallen asleep four times. He really loves talking with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, he comes on. Well, the funny part is, is he, he and then he comes on and complains that we didn't do a good job. And I'm like, dude, you're sleeping on my show. Like, how, you, how am I doing a bad job? I mean, maybe I'm doing such a bad job you're sleeping. But then he came on and he just ate. The last show was funny. He just ate three meals in front of us yeah, with his but wife. But they were really healthy. And it was, it was good. Okay. It was salad and it was good, good quality food. It wasn't like bad, but it was just weird. Cause it was like, okay, are we going to do anything? Or are we just going to watch you eat? And he no. just kept eating. So, so it wasn't really much we could do except for just enjoy, enjoy the meal with him. It's to me, it's kind of like having a, uh, an elder superhero on the show. And he deserves all the respect there is because he did stuff broke trail in this industry when most of us not Adam because he was always thumbing his nose at everything but <laughs> we're, we're scared you know did, we didn't want to get arrested we didn't want to go into a bookstore you did, know so he was the guy Hulk Batman I, I, uh, I've done stand up uh, actually since the uh, 80s Hulk Batman or Spider-Man which Ed Rosenthal character would he be what? Are like, you going like super, he, well, I'm just wondering, you know, if you had to pick out of three. Um, I think it's Batman. Who's, the, for, who's the most forgetful of the superheroes? <laughs> that would be the one. I, Hulk. Be the one. Doctor <laughs> Strange. Hulk. Yeah, I got to figure Hulk. Yeah, okay, Hulk. There you he's go. got a lot on so his too. mind <laughs> yeah, yeah. when he's got one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I you. could see Ed going green. Oh. Sure. Yeah. Oh, he gets, yeah, he gets grumpy. 
He got he gets a grumpy face going on, but anyway. So Shout you learned a bit Ed. from Ed's book. Yeah, I learned a lot, and that's that's really when I started paying attention to things like photo, you know, photo period, hormones, um, all those things that are kind of essential to like, uh, you know, advance your game. Right. I, I pay attention to a word. There's a derivative of that word might win you a lamp later in the show. Oh my god! Not later in this saying. show, but in a next lamp? Week. No, in we can this show. Lamps. Is it an Is artistic it lamp? Yes. Oh fuck! I didn't even. I did. <laughs> Today is the last Friday of the month. I didn't even think about it when I put the description out. I am sure. Even Illuminar didn't realize it was. Whoa. Because they posted today, four hours ago, and they left it blank. And I'm like, you need to tell them what it is. They're like, we we want people to guess this week. I'm like, "Um, no, today's, they're like, it's only the 24th. Yeah, I'm like, look at a fucking calendar, man. Oh wow, I didn't even realize that. Or else I would have. Actually, I had no room because it was like the first time ever I got shut down on my description. Where like, your description is too long. I'm like, God damn it! Started to edit, cut out things. All my brilliance. I had to cut out some of the brilliance. So I was like, no, but it'll never work if I don't. I did tell you last week that what? this was the giveaway. Yeah, but I don't listen to you so much. I so. figure oh. that's pretty much how it goes. So yeah, this yeah. shows you where. Excellent. <laughs> it's like it went in and it came. Anyway, okay, so we're giving away a lamp. By the <laughs> way, we're giving away a lamp. At the end of the show. So better fucking check that uh, Instagram out from Illuminar Lighting if you want to know, because apparently I, I just said. The apparently I just said it. So no, or Andrew said it. Oh, Andrew just said it. See, what yeah. photo period? Uh, the lights. I'm, I'm pretty anyway, sure. all right, all right, we got it, we got it. So, um, and this is where in DC, all in DC. State? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where there were uh, very it's not, stiff not the greatest of growing areas. Penalties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a, it's not a great place to, to grow isn't? Or, or live. You got a lot against you. <laughs> you got a lot going against you at that point. And then I came out here to Colorado when I was 15, and I was like, wow. Now you came to the wow. spot. Wow. Right. You know, like there, there was no element of danger it seemed you know denver was like the theme park uh, version of a real city where you like it's like getting on a roller coaster versus free climbing you know what i mean like you might get nervous but nothing bad's probably gonna happen to you um people on the street were like hey how's it going i'm like what do you need like why are you talking to me anyway um so i get out here and there's there and this is like at the at 15 when this is like the ultimate time to as a kid because that's kind of yeah. when you're really like you're figuring it out yeah, you're and making, then you make shit happen at that point. <laughs> For sure, I had a bunch of people uh, that kept getting in trouble with their parents because they were dumb enough to grow weed for me. Um, you know, not not big trouble, but when I was younger, I was I was an entrepreneur. I was trying to like figure everything out, and I was like, we need to grow as much weed as possible. Um, sounds like the bro, man. Mm-hmm. So you set people up in houses here, right? Similar. That's what the bro did. They got a little kismet going here. It was, it was like crawl spaces in in, in teenagers' Closet. houses. It was not like <laughs> it was nothing glorious. Extra hamper. Give me the hamper. I need to grow that. But, but it How is many funny. Phototrons can you fit in your oh. basement? Jesus. But it is fun. It is funny when the you're phototron. at that age group too, because like I remember that that was also when my brain was on fire when it came to like how much could I do in this little cubby hole? You know, and it was always and it was. When I look back, it was always like very small, but in my brain, it was fucking like killing it, right? <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, oh my God. You're like, how many square feet do I have? 1.5. All right. I, what I did that in the closet in Eugene, I, I really only had about this much space. So I What did took, you do in the closet? Took 10 clones, and as soon as they rooted, I had to flower them. And so they grew with nugs, like they just cold as that big, and that was all I got out of it because all I had was like two feet of space. What was yes, I I've certainly that. done that before. Yeah. Um, Actually, we used to do that, you know, just like putting them in as soon as they were uh, rooted for like a week, you know, and then uh, just do sea green and, and rockwool cubes because it was like, 
are we going to get in trouble any second now? You know, so it's like, let's get, in, get out, you know, mm. it's a long time ago. That and well, if you really want to go like for for numbers and the and, and quality or as far as getting it in, getting out, like you're saying, it is the best way to grow. See a green shout out to our buddy. Come on. Sea of Green. I can't say it without saying Wolf. Wolf. Oh, sorry. shout out to Wolf, the guy who created Which Sea of Green. He's on our show a lot, but he's. It is the Dutch technique too, and it's all about numbers. But it's what kills you when you have a place like Colorado where you're all of a sudden limited by numbers, and now you're you know, <laughs> Sea of Green with twelve plants doesn't really work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sea of yeah, Green. You it's need not really a sea. A hundred plants is great. <laughs> sea of Green starting point. <laughs> It's more like sparse. It's more yeah, like a pond, a pond of green. green. Pond of green. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't the best connotation, right? Yeah, puddle of green. Yeah. More puddle like of, puddle's yeah. a bit worse. Puddle, puddle of mud pond, right yeah. there. Right puddle there. of blood. So, <laughs> what? Oh, Sorry. Oh, well, like groans. There was a lot of groans there. It was like heavy groans. Happens, right? well, wait, but that's actually a good thing. What's that? He was paying attention. <laughs> oh. I mean, that really, he was paying attention right there. I mean, even though his comment wow, was. I'm our sound you know, guys are listening that, to the show. Thank you, Mark. Jamie That's an improvement. I appreciate young Jamie, that. man. So nice. That's an improvement when your actual crew listens to the show. No, Vinny's yeah. paying attention. He's, he's sitting somewhere. there. He's watching. Wow. He's ready to go wow. with the button. We got the game he's on, though, but it'll be on in an hour. Yeah, the game comes on. Yeah, in we an got hour. the roll. So hurry up. So, how was your. So, out of, out of, when you were on this road, on this path here, was there success was coming like 50% of the time? You know, it, it all 50. depended on uh, outside interference. Um, you know, parents I, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> it was mostly. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah, yeah. At that point. Um, and, you know, the, the success was good because, like, I've. I've been good at growing plants since i was little and so you know it was it was a challenge it was like yeah you, you have to pay attention to a photo period you know you can't let light in during certain pipe uh like points and mm -hmm. that was uh that were, was were you doing the building too were you building only spots or was kind of mm -hmm. yeah good so you're getting a little for sure and that i think one of the best things about growing weed at that age was that you got hella creative like when he said about phototrons that's the, that's the first way i grew right i got two phototrons and f figured out that they sucked right yeah, so, I I was like, so i was like well these don't work so and one of them melted had literally one melted and it was next to the other one it, was, it was from the very high lumen output right well it was because no. i had it was because i had it before no, they had like 18 lumens i looked at it the first time and i'm like wait a minute why do i need this why can't i just get some lights well the thing is it was limiting because of the size and then the the when i got it it still had the original straight t5 or they were like, and and then later it got those like the shaped ones I don't know. yeah i had the one with the um, the u-shape or whatever yeah, yeah that was like a later that. model so i had like the original <laughs> i mean i think i think i had the because it was 86 right so i think it was the original like maybe one year before two yeah. years before it came out but it was still the original model when i got it it was all flat packed and had to put your own reflection mm -hmm. shit onto the thing. It was yeah. <laughs> it was a joke, right? Everything about it was crap. I didn't have to do that. I got mine eighty eight. So, yeah, they, so they had different. already had. Yeah, you got, yeah. You, got you got the second. But it was still straight. I don't remember there being wavies. They were they were just they had like straight up floor. Like you could go to the but, home whatever. So the, what happened with mine was that it grew. Everything grew. Like and hit the sides, and then the water would drip down the sides and go right into the socket. And then mm -hmm. I could hear, like I remember, like one day I heard like, <laughs> and then and then I, uh, uh, my mom woke me up actually. She was like, Adam, your plants are your plants are on fire. And I was like, what? And I was like, sleep, sweetie. I was like sleeping, and I was like kind of in a dream. And I was like, going, plants are on fire. Plants are plants are on fire. Like and then I ran downstairs, and my my her friend had 
already unplugged everything and it never got on fire it just was like smoldering and <laughs> melting smoking and, and kind of melting and one was all dripping Burnt plastic like, and it was terrible and it was one of those things where i never got to smoke anything out of it i only got to smoke the bullshit leaves that you had to like because he would tell you to top it every fucking eight, 10 minutes or something it was like <laughs> top it top like top it a hundred times because you have to inside this little tiny yeah, thing remember that and then <laughs> and then you had to send him the crap that was also some weird remember that you had to send him a sample that was weird like and, and no, send, i didn't know yeah you had to send him and when i did you I send don't, him i don't a, remember that part. no i think He's, i might have gotten mine second hand so what happened was you send him a sample of your soil no leaf sample because that was illegal, but you sent him a sample and it was some bullshit. He got it and he just threw that in the trash and he sent you some whatever, right? <laughs> but he said like, I will scientifically make your perfect formula just for you so it'll only match your plants. So I was like, oh, really? Wow. And then he sent me some <laughs> wow. bogus bullshit and it was like, here's a brown bag and here's a white bag and mix them together and you got your food. And it was pretty much, I'm sure everyone got the exact same formula. No, the other people got different colored bags. No. <laughs> but anyway, it was one of those crazy... Good learning curves, though, because mm -hmm. quickly I learned the room that I had built for the Phototrons turned into my grow room. I was like, oh, well, there you go. I got the grow room already built. I, <laughs> I should have just used the whole room that I had built because it makes way more sense. I just hung one light up in the middle of there, and I was like, wow, I got a whole room now? Because before I was just stuck in these two. I had my friends and mine, and I called them up and was like, yeah, you know our Phototrons? Melted. <laughs> He's like, Melted. no. So, yeah, Gosh. never got to experience. So then after that, you... Uh, well, after that, I <clears throat> I got into orchids. I did a lot of different things. I went to Atlanta and made rap, uh, rap music for a while. And then I came back to uh, Denver. And, uh, you know, I, I was in hort jobs this whole time, always growing weed, always growing other plants. Uh, and then eventually, when I was 30, uh, when my daughter was born, I went back to school to kind of take the amateur out of my title, which was... Uh, uh, you know, so I went and studied soil and crop science with the uh, concentration in uh, plant biotech genetics and breeding. Um, and then I went into the cannabis industry and I just applied to the four largest companies and was for an entry level job and was like, okay, I'm, uh, that's not why I'm here. <laughs> like, uh, you can believe anything you want right now about why your plants grow and it doesn't matter because they're worth so much. You can fuck it up really bad and it's not going to impact your bottom line. And, but in three or four years, four or five, all the middle players are going to disappear and there's going to be three or four large people left and the people that are left are going to be the people that invest at the front end in r&d and so um native roots colorado uh took me on and uh there we did a bunch of work that hadn't been done yet uh, on product safety and like plant pathology um it was really pretty cool you know we had a uh, we had three clean rooms we were just doing whatever cannabis science like needed to be done um and uh, it was definitely a lot of fun. Uh, and then after that, I went into hemp, which was less fun. Enough said. I mean, it had its, it had its moments though, because it was less fun because you didn't give a fuck about the finished product because it was only coming out. Yeah. But it was more fun because you got to see scale that you never got to see before, mm -hmm. at least in my world, that's for sure. I mean, and, and, and that was fun to just be part of. like. Oh, now we're talking, you know, acres and acres and acres of fucking land instead of just like, you know, 
square footage and you're also talking like tonnage and you're talking like okay this is interesting but we also got to see the the you know like the immediate devaluation of whatever the work you were doing you know we, we had a ton of fun you and i in 2016 when we were we helped build an ent- a huge 120 acre mm-hmm. hemp farm and then right before planting got levered out of the whole fucking business of course that's, <laughs> that's how everybody's yeah. partnerships i have good seen way. this happen in here. i thought i thought getting into hemp i was going to be like this is going to be more like ag you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, it's just all, all the shady people got chased out of the, you know, the maturing marijuana industry because into the hemp industry. You didn't need a badge at first. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're compared to the cannabis thing. Everybody, I feel just like you said, raced over there with their... Imp- we had a great plan and just... It just every email that came out, it's like I'm looking at Adam and I share. Took, it with just it 20%. took the one guy. It takes the one guy, <laughs> which is exactly what we had. That one guy, who didn't fucking understand and thought he was way smarter than he was, and it was like, oh my god, dude. And where is he? Yeah, out, right? gone, nothing, course, doing nothing. And it was just one of those classics where you're like, <sighs> how's our boy doing? Our pumpkin boy. He's good. Oh. I mean, he's he's yeah, he's doing great. Good. I would say good. Yeah, he's he's so he's doing so good now that he's actually doesn't want to come on the show. No, he just uh, he just is like at that point where he's he's uh, sitting around coming up with great ideas and not you know not that he's coming not that he's fulfilling any of them but he's just like I got this great idea I don't have time for it man but I got this great idea. And it's I'm like, like the third hour of tripping <laughs> when you come up with every yeah, amazing thing you figured do. out your whole life and yeah. somebody else's. Yeah, <laughs> but you didn't write any of it down and then the nope. next day yeah. you're like oh, fuck. Fuck. I, I guess I'm all, myself again. I had it all figured out. Yeah, if you try writing it down and then read it the next day, I'm not sure you're gonna. <laughs> then it's even worse it because then you're like, "Wow, I really wasn't that on point, was I?" So yeah. at least you could pretend if you don't write it down right. that you really. Had I had it. a great idea. <laughs> if I would have written it down, you would have been fucking. Oh, you so so native roots. I mean, they had. Um, so did they have close to how many square? Because that one building, they, what they did with the four thousand lights or something was it forty five hundred lights or something? Um, or, so we it was like a quarter million square feet the the building yeah. and it was you know what did they end up finally getting built out on that? What was the number like? Because I know there was did they finish the whole building out and everything? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. It, was, it was actually really an amazing building and uh, uh, it was a great kind of like proving ground for what I'd you know done in closets and and then gone to study at school i had studied commercial ag and so you know trying to meld the two uh and seeing this giant facility and then like taking what i had learned in school and kind of throwing it at things and seeing if right the things i was looking at made sense and i found that some of them did and some of them didn't yeah because a lot of them never had been done right i mean it's like mm-hmm. we're still at that beginning phase where you know obviously somewhere it might be getting done but it's like where nobody's sharing information yet too so there's no to call and say hey well that native roots grow as much as i don't want to give you know them (laughs) any any advertising here but they were one of the first i mean to go full led when people were like you're never going to be able to do anything like well you know what we can't afford to put hid in two hundred thousand feet grow we just powers uh it's not sustainable and they did it i mean i i i i Ran the doctor days, mm-hmm. so all the physicians that I would bring down would see hundreds of patients a month, and they were, you know, they were they they basically all just signed up at Native Roots and helped them, you know, cover that grow and made sure that when when they went online because of Colorado's arcane rules, mm. yeah. had to have patients sign over their caregiver rights, which 
He's so fucking dumb. So dumb. So dumb. I feel like they also had a good, like, classy, you know, it wasn't, like, overwhelming, like, you weren't walking into, like, some bougie place necessarily, but it was very, like, nice. It was clean. It wasn't shady. No, they, they had a, No, they definitely had a good style. and, and They know pro- social media. Remember that photo wall they have at every one so that you can always yeah. take a shot and tag? So they were ahead of, the, they were ahead of their, uh, their time. Oh, Red. God. Come on, let's tickle his balls it a little more. It was Rhett, and <laughs> what was his name? I'm forgetting his other partner's name. And then I can Rhett tell him to listen to this episode. Dude, all we talked about was you, dude. It's yeah. like, God damn it. Well, then give him credit. <laughs> Rhett founded the Dandelion in Boulder, and that was his. And then it was... I'm, well, I'm, well, I can't well now you know what he's doing right now, though, of course. No. What? You're not following the Rhett story? No. Uh, greatest Hits is his new shop out in Massachusetts. It's a good oh. idea. So he's... Uh, put it together and you look at the if you look at it you're like yeah it could, you can see the mm-hmm. continuity between the two and mm-hmm. they definitely uh are putting some they just just opened wow. up i think it was like two weeks ago or something like that so he's the biggest license holder in colorado he's like held that held that for a long time you native roots yeah yeah he's well, divested from native roots a long time oh sorry sorry it's uh it's definitely um well it's i mean you could say a success story as far as in colorado because they maintain, whereas some entities we can say have not <laughs> maintained. And there was a time period where there was a few big players that you were just like, "Oh shit!" While we're talking about that, really quick, TC Labs. Do you yes, remember TC of Labs? Of course, I remember TC Labs. They first came out with Shatter, really, like yes. when it was like so hot and spicy, and everybody right. was buying like ounces a day. I saw, yeah. Did you see that? Um, I saw some meme the other day, and it was really funny because it was like a an old meme where it was like talking like how sexy Shatter was, <laughs> yeah. and just like yeah, and it was just like this did not age well. You know, it was like <laughs> no, no fucking kidding. It was like Shatter, I'm, like I'm, isn't that a museum now? Is that part of a museum piece where like? Back for a moment. Everything was beautiful. Everybody wanted no flavor eye shatter. (laughs) hmm. It lasted just as long as it did itself because if you didn't make it right, it just buttered in 24 hours. Exactly. So right. That guy blew up his uh, house, though. Plenty (laughs) of things got blown up. I'm just saying, yeah, all those labs used to look, you know, have a rough go of it. But uh, so then, (laughs) and so you were focused, but you were pretty much focused on lab and genetics. Yeah, part, really, it, it was like process uh, efficiency okay. kind of stuff. You know, like we... Oh, post-production, uh, too. Yeah, yeah. really, we, we kind of went wherever we were needed, um, you know, in uh, production and... Uh, <coughs> sorry, in cultivation and post-harvest. And so it was kind of like, uh, you know, I had to be a microbiologist one day and had to be like a, a nutrient management guy the next day. And then, you know, it just kind of evolved. It was whatever needed doing, whatever needed... Um, improving and uh so it was a lot of fun it was a great place to work um got that's where i really got uh really familiar with the pathogens of cannabis and like learned a bit about um you know what they can all the different ways that they can kind of like destroy (laughs) an operation um because they're they're just so varied in the effects that they have uh you know you've got mycotoxins produced by some which you know may or may not be able to be gotten rid of in extraction uh i'm not i'm not certain because i'm not a chemist um but you know a lot of people use a kill step to avoid uh failing their total yeast and mold Mm -hmm. uh stuff but that doesn't that doesn't get rid of the mycotoxins. I mean, some of these things, uh, you know, a few dozen milligrams will kill an adult, but much less than that will uh, give you cancer. 
<laughs> oh, for example. Wonderful. Yeah, right? No, I know and, all about that. And so, um, <laughs> you know, so understanding, like, uh, the microbes that are associated with cannabis is really, really uh, vital for for. And this production. is, like, what, what year is this that we're talking about? Like, this is... 2017 and 18. Oh, okay, so it's still a bit later. I was going to say, because there was that moment in time, too, where, like, I think every plant in Colorado was probably being dunked in microbutanol or, like, on a daily, you know what I mean? Because everybody went, like, crazy with, when they had, we had uh, root aphids there was explosion, and then that was, like, pre-russets, and then the <laughs> russets kicked in. Like, we went through so many phases of different uh, things that it's, like, uh, yeah. It's when did Avid take hold? <laughs> Avid's actually, it's funny looking back is I, I just walked a commercial grow um, a couple weeks ago and they were talking about how their grow keeps testing hot and it's for Avid and like spinicide and all these different things that they like did spray in this place when it was okay to spray back in like 2011 to 13, 14. It's still there? Still there, mm -hmm. residuals on the walls. Yeah, yeah but... No, no, you guys. Nope. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm excited. I got more residuals. Are going to talk about your he, avid calendar? He could talk about this actually on like the metabolization of pesticides and things like that versus like sitting on a surface of a wall. Like, yeah, yeah. So like, um, I I talked to a girl once that failed uh, their pesticide stuff. See, uh, <laughs> got so excited over the. I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> they they so failed their pesticide stuff. Uh, their pesticide testing because they had uh, built their grow out of just like lumber, right? Mm -hmm. And it had been, uh, or not their grow, but the benches, uh, and it had been treated with uh, fungicides, right? Yes. And so they were actually some of that was able to transfer to the product. And um, yeah, so some of these things hang around for a long time, and it's it's hard to the effective ones get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> if, they're effect, if, they're, if they're effective, they hang around forever. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. oh. Oh, that's the bullshit, dude. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> so, um, and then uh, did you go independent at all after, or did you? What yeah, so I, you know, I do consulting. Um, you know, I did some uh, like. I, I did a lot of work with uh, beneficial uh, microbes as well, and so I, I did some beneficial microbial inoculant formulation, and then I worked as like a uh, a third party, like a white label part. Uh, damn, y'all got some good weed. As a uh, <laughs> wait, stop, pause, pause. A, a, it's your weed. <laughs> damn, I got some good weed. Your weed is so good, you <laughs> forgot you brought it. It's yeah. been the most worthy drop in a while right there. I'll go get yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> what were you smoking anyway? Uh, so it's some biscotti pie and some uh, Hindi mentality. Oh, come on. That's so funny. We, we even glanced over the fact he's a rapper, dude. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Come on. Oh. I, know, I, left that, I left that as a... I, I saw that. I didn't want to go... <laughs> I was like, oh, rat, we're gonna that's a segue. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about all these microbe stuff. I'm just waiting, going, wait a minute. He's got to bust a rhyme. I'm going to bet him because it's amazing. Mark, lay down a track for him. What am I doing? Oh, shit. <laughs> here we yeah, go. We, we really want to yeah, freestyle? I'll put, I'll put your butt here for a sec just in case we get on the... In case do we, we want to do that to him? What? Yeah. Well, I mean, I can finish talking no, about microbes just first. stop, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't. Andrew's got to do exactly that That's exactly why I didn't go in that direction. I was like, no, we can do that later. Don't worry. Patreon. Kay. Yeah, Patreon. You want to oh. hang out with Patreon for us? You can, oh, you can hear him rap on Patreon. There you go. You can oh, sign him up. You can sign him. Oh, I I'm pretty certain that's Signing bonus, signing bonus if you wait for Patreon. I don't know what Patreon is, though. Patreon is our after show that we do, which is yeah, like you have to stay okay. here for it's five our, hours. It's our paid after show. And now I look like a dick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, oh man, I'm here forever now. He's <laughs> just going to bust it out when we least expect it. That's the way to do it. That's how I do it. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's yeah. a gorilla. Look, look at you. You're like tingly. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I've heard Andrew get his rap on, okay? And it is like suave. Yeah, I got props from Andre. Now from she's Outcast. I rap for him, and he was like you just very enthusiastic. <laughs> Uh, I don't usually tell like the other orchid growers about the rap or like the rappers about the orchids just because, you know. <laughs> well, one day, like, I think when you bring them together, then it might just blow the fuck up. Uh, That's okay. what I'm I about. rather doubt it, but yeah, maybe. Do you know, we'll you know <laughs> DJ Cavum? You know Cavum mm -hmm. from here in Denver? He's, uh, he is the, he does all like, uh, urban garden stuff. He's like mm -hmm. teaches kids about urban garden, raps about broccoli and fucking all sorts of. Kale. Vegetables and kale and she exactly all his raps are all his raps are about fucking environmental shit and it's interesting. He's potatoes. really cool. No, he's great. <laughs> a lot of potatoes. Yeah, a lot of leafy greens. Yes, got to get a lot of those in. Sounds so good. Legumes. Uh, um, so back to your independent independence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, now I, uh, you know, I work as a a brand rep uh, for Wana and I also. Um, uh, I want to give a shout out to Rachel at uh, the Free Agency Colorado, um, and uh, I do like four different things. So I've got a, <laughs> I've got a, a an orchid company, um, and then I teach, and then I've got uh, uh, I work um, at the uh, National Cannabis Risk Protection Services. Right, which that is sounds like, very. Very, uh, it's hard to Are say. You a cop? Very official. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Prevention. <laughs> prevention services. It's it's a mouthful. Mm. Yeah. Once again, uh, your my weed is really good, and so I'm, I'm just uh, stumbling <laughs> through this. But anyway, I, I'm sure they're gonna love that I'm, I'm stumbling through the part that's my endorsement. This is par <laughs> for the course. <laughs> <laughs> if so, you were us. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Yeah. So anyhow, like what I do basically is is just risk management. You know, I look at uh, you know grows that are like. Um, you know, I basically look have a stepwise process to look at a grow and say like are their processes going to get them in trouble are they going to expose them to microbiological risk because that's really i mean it's it encompasses a lot of stuff it's uh it's plant pathology it's product contamination it's uh you know there's employee health and safety stuff um so basically if they call you first they never need j-lo yeah <laughs> I don't want to say that because she because it doesn't go wrong. She doesn't have to come in and fix it. Sometimes I can help businesses, you know, that are doing okay. <laughs> my my skill set is not as broad as hers. I will put it that way. No, she fixes them right, man. Wow, love these group of people. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Andrew, can I ask you a question? No, <laughs> no, this is why he's not here. He's not here for Wait, questions. Wait, on a talk show? No, I'm here to smoke weed and be on camera. Beneficial insects, right? Like if we're dealing with a pathogen in any type, I guess, of, you know, say you got aphids going on and you bring in rove beetles or, I mean, whatever path you take, is do you think that there's still a risk when you're bringing quote-unquote beneficial Give insects. That, giving, giving us that Jungle Boy money right there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> boys. You Straight know, from the Jungle Boys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you whoa. talking about? What are you talking about? Sweet. Yeah, I'll take it. So nice. So you're saying there's <laughs> you're worried about contamination yes. of the beneficial insects with other things. Crossing like pathogens and things around the room regardless. I mean, it... it <laughs> So uh, with a grow and like microbes, as long as you got your filtration right, your newts right, your watering schedule, and the plants are he like healthy and growing really fast, you're gonna have minimal problems like in the plant itself. Um, and so like, 
that kind of will prevent most of uh, of the problems that we're talking about. So if you introduce a few things, it's not going to be uh, terrible. It's it's more like that you're trying to get the bulk of things not to enter the facility. You're trying to keep things as clean as possible because there's no such thing as a sterile grow. Um, you know, who wants it anyway? You know? Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, like some of these microbes are great for the yeah, plants. Yeah, and that's the hard part. Is like you, you know, you grow. You start cleaning. Obviously, you want your cleanliness is important, but there are certain situations where it's just like just like chemoed out, where you're just like you pretty much killed all the bennies there, and then there's nothing left. Um, so it depends on your technique. But I, and I always like it when there's things that work 24 hours a day and they don't fucking take a break and they're not like on you know they don't do dabs on the side. So mm. you're like when you're going to bed. They're killing. <laughs> they're out there killing, or yeah. they're doing whatever they need to do, and that's their job. You know what I mean? So, wh when is somebody going to get nematodes that fucking work? Because those things mm -hmm. fucking nematodes. piss me off. <laughs> I've never had a run where I've been like, those nematodes are killing it. It seems like you either like never get it right. I don't know. That's what I see all my clients get with aphids, and honestly, it pisses me off because you'll be trying to like outgrow the fusarium or outgrow whatever they're combating. I feel like they areas. never establish themselves them. well or, or, I, I, I think that's probably it i mean I, they need i think water to inoculation at all well like, water to you know like to uh, steady yeah. water to survive right um, can't go between the dry wet dry wet which is mm -hmm. but i mean if you're on a high i mean i don't grow hydro but if you're on a hydro system you'd think it'd be beneficial and yeah. work and i don't know a lot about um nematodes uh I, i've seen a lot of them in uh, cannabis plants. I've seen a lot of them on the bottom biology. of a bucket and they don't yeah. really seem to go in. Like, you know, hey, there's some sludge at the bottom of this bucket. <laughs> Throw it in there. Did it work? I don't know. I see them cause more damage than benefit, honestly. That's why, like I say, quote unquote, beneficial insects because I know when you mm -hmm. meet, you know, a nematode meets a pathogen specifically is I know that's when you start getting these systemic diseases <laughs> and like typically, you know, root rot, to put it simply, um, where they'll just start stunting because the the only way to really outgrow a nematode if you're actually trying to outgrow it is lighting and getting your plant to stretch from what I've found. So, yeah, because they live inside, so they're hard to target and they also don't have the same physiology as insects or, you know, really anything else. Probably the best yeah, thing to sell. Yeah, and it's like that little tiny worm and you can't best product, like you said. Best product to sell. You're like, are they working? I don't know. Oh my you need, God. You probably need more. And yeah. they and most of your customers don't have a microscope to see if they're even Just there. keep Exactly. <laughs> and then they pay like $900 a batch, you know, to release these in a grow that I'm trying to like help them. And you're like, you mother truckers, like, ah, cause they stunt so much. And then you'll start seeing that red in the stalks and the stems um, mm -hmm. where they start to cluster. Not that you can see them, like you said, without a microscope, but <sighs> I've never really seen them benefit. They'll take down numbers of root aphids specifically, you know, where people get excited. They're like, oh, I got a 30% knockdown, but there's shit still everywhere. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> with a lot of the, the beneficials, the you know, the best you can hope for is like balance rather yeah. than eradication. Oh, for um, sure. For yeah. sure. You know, you have to be able to, you got to get over that phase of like, I have to eliminate everything because you'll never get there. Like. Just, ah. And you kind of, and it needs to be food for your predators. Like you just yeah. spent all that money, right. and there is no. Like sometimes it's funny when you're when you're really on it. You're like, oh, I got all these, I got nothing in the room. <laughs> you throw them in there, and you're like, dude, that was like three hundred bucks, and I didn't see a single thing that. Why did I do that? And then, and then other, but the minute you see something, you're already too late. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. kind of like you're in that dichotomy of like, well, you got to do the preventative thing, and you got to know you're going to waste money. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, that should be a good thing. Because if you aren't wasting, like if you feel like you have to buy more and more and more because you're, 
you're not seeing any results compared to like, well, I didn't see any results. I bought them in the beginning and nothing really happened. You know what I mean? Where does that mark? Oh, go to nematote.com, enter <laughs> done deal. And yes. right now you get a discount uh, and the Adam Dunn show two gets billion extra, two billion extra. It's <laughs> a little, uh, one million dollars. <laughs> million nematodes. So, you know, One please help us nematodes. out here. Oh, my gosh. When you're buying your Ozo, make sure you pick up some nematodes at nematodes.com. I, now you've double advertised for something that doesn't exist. So while oh, we're talking darn. about this. <laughs> talking uh, about me wasting time. <laughs> Andrew, with the tissue culture, you know, I feel mm-hmm. like this is a good time to bring that up. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> tissue culture, that's that's fun stuff. Oh, yeah. Here that's we go. That's such a generic <laughs> term. Maybe. Yes. It's actually an incorrect term, too. Uh, micropropagation is the correct term. There we go. Look at you. Um, but if you say Look at you getting all your strands right. Getting all your strands getting correct. Getting all my strands correct. Getting all your strands in order. <laughs> Every single last marijuana <laughs> in line. Joy strands. Oh, that's a lot of words. <laughs> but uh, you, um, yeah, you, you, you're correct. Micropropagation is definitely a better way to, to present it. But also, it's not a term that's generally un- understood in mm-hmm. the industry. Like, uh, I mean, I don't want to say that. Actually, there's a it's lot of people that are savvy, but there's also people that if you say micropropagation, they don't know. And right. you say tissue culture, they're like, oh, I know what that is. Well, yeah. it's Again, tissue culture is very broad and very like makes you immediately think it's getting down to that level, whereas normally meristem, sort of the angle. And actually, do you ever do any, you ever do any like, um, uh, where you're just working with, with uh, callus? Callus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that to me seems like a definitely a, way to do it mm-hmm. on a sort of a scale not quite the numbers because i feel like just classic old cloning is the way to go obviously. yeah i mean because and that's how they do it in other industries like the, yeah. you know all the bedding crops that you know the ornamentals and yeah, stuff. you're only really doing it for backups or for cleaning and for for that i think in the long run but it's very i mean hella important these days especially with all the, the viral things we mm-hmm. have and you know we're getting decimated in this industry yeah so meristem culture is like um it's difficult like cannabis is uh, meristem culture is just difficult you have to start with a lot of stems like to be able to what is meristem culture oh yeah okay that's a good question so the meristem is the um the active uh growing point at uh each node and uh at each growing top and so like it's about a third of a millimeter um, so it's very difficult. You know to what that's? You know how big that is, right, Dave? Third of a millimeter. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> you know exactly how big that is. Just look. Um, yep, that's about right. Uh, Third of a millimeter. So smaller than the period at the end of a sentence, right? Um, and so you have to be able to uh, like pull out that little growing point because that growing bo- uh, point contains marrow stem cells, which are kind of like stem cells in people. They're cells with no uh, predetermined fate. Sure. Uh, if you want to get mystical or if you want to get accurate, it, it means they can turn into any, you know, adult tissue kind of of the plant. And so um, you can exploit that to uh, turn each meristem into a new plant. You can turn it into a root. You can turn it into a shoot. You can do all sorts of different things. It just depends uh, the hormone ratio, you know, you give it. Uh, and so when you are taking that third of a millimeter out, it's um, it doesn't have... These things called plasmodesmata, uh, which are uh, the way to uh, one of the ways that viruses can travel um, between the cells and infect, and so uh, viruses can't get into that uh, meristem. So if you can excise that, and and if it survives, which is the hard part, uh, then you can grow plants that are free from disease. So that's what that that would be the technology that you would use if you had. Um 
contaminated Sup- with super labor virus. Right? Yeah, if you like, had HLVD, yeah. for example, or um, you know, uh, too much avid, would that cure that? Too much avid. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's employee training that will uh, that will cure that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's okay. Two shows tonight, six and eleven. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so you you can that that would be how you would start cleaning something but yeah w- what if you had um old seed well um old seed you can uh start in vitro i mean the in vitro environment is going to be good for old seed um for one because it's you know very high humidity um and also because it's sterile uh one of the things that's going to kill seed is like the um you know the things that aren't normally uh pathogenic but if there's enough of them like they can cause damping off or you know seed rot or whatever um and then remind me what we were talking about seeds for <laughs> kind of my weeds right? good no yeah no we were you were talking about how you could create plants from removing the yeah. spot that a okay. virus doesn't get to totally but that's assuming you have a plant already yeah what so if you have if old. you have seeds you can you can grow them in vitro um old seed uh you know that's something i'm kind of working on but i don't want to talk about it mm. so much not because it's secret but just because i'm not i don't i'm I'm not there yet. Right. Right. Do I pass um, but you can pop seeds in vitro. It's really, really easy. Um, seeds, if the, you know, if you can look at it under a dissecting scope, the old seed doesn't have any cracks in it. Then you can sterilize them. Uh, you know, a lot harder. <laughs> sterilize it harder. What I mean is, you can use a stronger concentration of your sterilant to uh, surface sterilize it because it's got that hard protective coating than you could with uh, a piece of plant tissue, for example, which got is it. much more delicate. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, uh, a huge amount about okay. popping old seeds, but I've got, uh, seeds from, uh, like 1985. It's like the Paonia land race or whatever. They, they, they just That's sprouted a 32,000 year old seed. So nice. Wow. wow. Was it baby Jesus's? Baby Jesus is yes. 32. <laughs> what were the terps like? So we, let's do the math exactly. for a second. Exactly. Well, it was in Siberia, you know, it was perfect conditions, of course, because it's under the fucking ice for X amount of time. Now it's got, because now everything is starting to melt down. They're like, hey, check this out. Boom. And it's fucking active. I mean, it just shows you how nature, how we're, you know, we're definitely lucky nature, baby. that we have things like that. And, and I've cracked seeds that have been not stored well at all. Mm-hmm. And they were. 30 years old and they still sprouted some something sprouts you know what i mean so you're like okay well that's always uh, a good feeling yeah a friend of mine uh, uh they're like time machines popped some from afghanistan in, in 1982 he was an orchid grower but he also flew pa- uh, planes and so oh wow yeah, some of the first uh you know seeds to come into the country mm-hmm. he got and he just held on to for all that time he popped them like four years ago nine out of 12 grew these are orchid wow. seeds or cannabis seeds cannabis seeds. oh nice in yeah, 82 nice. that's exactly same year as the seeds that i sprouted which were 82 kentucky seeds and that was a couple like four years ago or something like that and i was or maybe five years ago and I was so surprised because they were, I mean, they were in the freezer, but they were in a film case and then they were out of that for a long time and then they were sent to me and then I just put them in the fridge and put them in the freezer. But pretty much at that point, you'd figure, okay, they've been up and down and all around, but yeah, <laughs> something pops. It's always some huge, huge. Life well, you find used a way. the freezer word there. So that's something I've always had a question. Do you keep seeds in a refrigerator or in a freezer? 
Fridge, if you think you're going to really grow them. Freezer, if you don't know if you're ever going to grow them and you're just trying to go for the craziest, like, but you can't take them out of the freezer. That's, and that's why I'm surprised those ones were good because it came out, got sent to me, and I didn't put them, because if you put them back in, it's almost like fish, right? Take the fish out. You don't want to put it back in. Thaw it out. It's done. Um, so, but freezers are tough because they usually, humidity gets inside and then it'll fuck you up. So mm-hmm. you're, if you can seal them like three, four layers is always the best. You know what I mean? Like in, in, in something, then in rice, then inside of a glass, then inside of a <laughs> Tupperware, then inside your freezer. Mm-hmm. Then you're hermetically yeah, sealed good. inside. You ain't the smartest guy in the world. But if you just put them like, throw them in the freezer in a bag, for sure they'll freezer yeah. burn out and get all shitty. It's so. like Russian nesting dolls. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I still have thirty thousand hemp seeds in my uh, vegetable drawer you know, because oh. it's yeah, know, like dollar each, guys. Yeah. Remember, you remember those days? Dollar each. I remember oh. hearing about those days. The old dollar each days. Mm. Oh. But I need two hundred thousand of them. Okay, man, I'll cut you a deal. Ninety-five cents each. There you go. There you go. Um, and then, uh, so breeding-wise, from uh, besides. Is are these from your own breeding projects, or these are just? Oh uh, no, you... these are actually a friend of mine. Um, What's up, Tyler? Click on, <laughs> click, on the, click on our swag. Which one? Oh, hold on. Click on the swag. This is the the What was it? Huckleberry something. Hindi mentality. Hindi mentality. Yes. Oh yeah, baby. You can zoom in a little bit if you want to. Skunko vision. Yeah, I could if I wanted to. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> See how the shitty Jamie kicks in? That's <laughs> okay, hold on. Jeez. I wasn't prepared for all this. I wasn't There's even... a lot of pressure. I know. We, we're, we're, we're tough around here. It's we Friday. It and good. I want y'all to know that I abused it. Uh, it was in a bag, you know, because I'm oh. not modern. This um. beautiful. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out oh, to Tony Chocoloni yeah. in Amsterdam. <laughs> If you're there, you need to pick up some good chocolate. It's good mm. stuff. Oh, that chocolate was delicious. Can I have that? Oh, Can you have it? I don't know. What, the chocolate? Yeah, I'm going to mix it in. Dave, Dave, the gatekeeper. Yeah. No, I'm going to put it into the milk. Uh-huh. I'll put what? it into next oh. week's chocolates. Oh. No. <laughs> Look at him. You he can buy it at you know you can buy it at um, yeah. Safeway yeah. or like the <laughs> airport or like anywhere in the whole world. You didn't need to bring it back from Amsterdam. But oh. but the stuff directly oh, from oh, Amsterdam. You wanted wait. You wanted. He is tried it to do something nice for us. I know he's like, but it's from Amsterdam. It's really good. I don't know it if I ever had that. Very chocolonish. Um, so Tian, if you're listening, I mean, and I think now people are waking up in Thailand. So this is this. See, that's such a good time. <laughs> They're all waking up. Now I know there's a few people already listening, but uh, any of my guests, if they they, they can start. Getting ready, getting ready. Want to hear some info? <laughs> been to Thailand yet? Uh, no, it's on my list. Okay, so we sure. got it. We got. Do you hear all the stuff this guy can do? My God, if you're listening to the show, you're in Thailand. <laughs> you need a guy like this, mm. Andrew Hatch. Talk to me first because I need to get my cut. Yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> no, we actually no we 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 uh, not officially. We unofficially announced a long time ago that people can send their resumes here. Because we will sure. position you into jobs. Because that's one thing. 
Magical. There's too many opportunities out there that if, you, if somebody who has a, a job and we use the word beautiful pace with a copy of your yeah. ID and social security number yeah. and birth certificate. Oh yeah, give that all to oh, me because yeah. yeah, then yeah. I will run that through my Russian friend and yep. then we will, yes. <laughs> what is problem? What is who is this guy? And then we get the facial thing going. Not Perfect. criminal, not KGB. <laughs> no, um, but uh, yeah, there's some beautiful opportunities in those places, and it's always nice when. Like it's like a leapfrog situation. Like what every is place that, that goes. Oh, hey, there we go. It's yeah. Tian. How you hey. doing? Good morning from the land of smiles. Right. Uh, oh yeah. Give that all to me, and I will run that through my Russian friend. Okay, turn your. T- you have to turn yeah, off turn your, your volume. Down. Volume on your on your deal. This guy. You can't, you can't watch the YouTube. It was a good drop though. You got to you got to turn the volume off on that one, Tian, for me. Thank you. Yeah, you need to turn down your. Um, you got to turn off the YouTube in the background. Turn off the YouTube and then we won't get to relay. Just close that page in the back. You don't need it up. You can just listen to us on the Zoom call. Got it. Or you can just mute it and then. Be forty-five seconds. I hear oh, that's out of line, Monkey Mag. That's yes. okay. way out of line. It, looks, yeah. it sounds like we're better. No, we're good. How you doing? <sighs> I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. How are you guys? Welcome to the show. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's nice and early there. What is it, like six in the morning or something like that? Six thirty. Yeah, six in the morning. Oh, perfect time. Perfect time to get on a podcast. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's bright there. The sun's up. It's beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful. So. Uh, well, I'm glad to glad Cece hit reminded me that you were there because like after I'd already started the figuring out the show, she's like, you know, <laughs> and I was like, really? She's there? I didn't even realize that you had moved back. Um, how long you been? How long you been there for now? Um, I've been back a year and a half now. I repatriated after the first year of the pandemic at a time when high citizens could come back. Yeah, that's dope. Good move. <laughs> Perfect move. <laughs> I also knew that Channels was going to pop up, so, so I, I wanted it to be wanted it to be there when it did. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of what I did when it came. Like, I came back here in 2010, and then Colorado in 2012 is sort of the same sim- similar situation, right? We had a couple years for the watching it develop, and then uh, to see it actually happen is always nice, especially when it'll never be the same, right? You know, it's like you go back five years from now and it's, uh, I'm sure it'll be a different landscape than it was when you when you were there before. So, because uh, how long were you in the States for? Were you, in the stu- were you born in Thailand and then moved and then, or were you just citizen? Uh, I was born in DC and then moved around the world. My dad's an American diplomat, uh, but grew up mostly between Thailand and the United States. That's nice. I've been in the States by myself for about 16 and a half years before moving back here. Cool. No, moving you... back here was like a total reverse, reverse culture shock. That's That was a, sure. also something I had to get used to. Wow. Yeah, but now you get to now you get to be like an expert kind of uh, coming in. As, as yeah, this I have happened. all this valuable experience and knowledge. Yeah. So, and also, you know, the interests of the Thai people at heart. Right. And... I mean, I was there in like 2003, I think, or something like that. And, and I can't even imagine the difference just because I remember how, like, it was obvious that there was weed, but it was also, like, obvious that you didn't really talk about it too much, too. And everybody was, like, 
shocked when I pulled out hash. Like I pulled out hash and be like, "Yeah, hey, I brought this from Amsterdam." And they'd just be like, "Oh my god!" Like to them, it was just, and the weed was really bad. And every, everywhere I went, I was like, "God, it's not the Thailand I was thinking." I realized when I was there, it's actually Laos that has all the good weed. So I was like, "Okay, that's where all the good weeds at." You know what I mean? It's not really in Thailand per se because. Yeah, we don't have Thai stick anymore. We just had that compressed shit brick with all like the flowers oh, really? and the stems and seeds to kind of, like, pick pick apart, which somehow still worked, which I think is testament to Thai genetics. Yeah, I'm surprised that everyone's not just jumping on the bandwagon and just making Thai sticks just for the novelty purposes of it, because I'm sure every single person that comes over there is like asking about Thai sticks. So you get the average guy. It's like, it's, it's just like Cheech and Chong, right? It's like, it's weed that's tied it's to tied a stick. To it. It's like, yes, there you go. Tian, what, what would have been the penalty for hash back in 2003 for my esteemed Ooh. host? You would probably end up in the infamous Bangkok Hilton, which is just like this rundown mm. prison for at least at least five years, five to eight years. Oh yeah, well you get- Southeast Asia has had some of the most strict uh, cannabis laws, like in uh, Indonesia, I think you could still, still death penalty. Right. Oh my goodness. No, it's crazy how it went, it went like, I mean, it's the best country of all of them to do this in though too, because of all the places in Asia, I'd say Thailand had the most like, almost holiday vibe to it no matter how you were going there right it's almost like going to hawaii or something where you're like oh i gotta go to thailand jeez oh god so rough you know what i mean like there was never that no one ever complained even if it was you know i mean different in chiang mai compared to maybe down south but still kind of always had that holiday vibe at least when i was there the, the one time i was there like i make it sound like i've been there a lot but <laughs> it definitely had that like okay this is definitely where most people would come to kind of rage or, or have a good time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The people are nice. They like to have fun. The food's amazing. Right. Um, yeah, the beaches, the mountains, it's got everything. And uh, when you got there, were you already on a project or were you kind of just going back just to kind of uh, sort of watch and see what, what happened? I came back to feel things out. Um, when I first started back here, I was looking into, uh, at that point, uh, leaves, stems, and roots were allowed in food and beverage. So I was trying to combine my nutrition and food science degree with my cannabis experience and was going around to these different uh, locations, you know, just to do like menu evaluations or see what or uh, recipe developments. But it was infuriating because these menus would say like CBD or cannabis oil when it was very specifically just leaves and trim it was expensive trim basically really yeah and but they were like touting the benefits of cbd when it really wasn't cannabidiol at all yeah and i saw a lot i saw a special where they were really focusing on the on the roots and i was like wow that's cool that they're doing that it's just i don't know how effective it is compared to like you know concentrates or something like that like, yeah it's yeah, not quite a dab doing <laughs> check out the roots but they were definitely like really into it like almost more than the rest of the plant it seemed like which was interesting and nobody here is doing anything with the roots mm -hmm. at all that i've seen i haven't seen anybody focusing on it which well, is how has the climate changed there in the last few weeks is there going to be can of tourism is it gonna they're gonna be dispensaries or coffee shops and consumption land what's the well june 9th was basically our 420 and we opened up a handful of dispensaries here in bangkok and that was really exciting it was like pre-Prop 64 days in California, um, you could just go into a dispensary and they had jars of flour and they just weighed out in front of you. 
you pick your buds. Um, the one thing, though, is that because there is a ban on extracts of exceeding 0.2% THC, we don't have edibles or concentrates yet. But because you can with still the, have, the time, sorry? You can still have full THC flour? Yeah. Yeah, so there's it, no cap on THC flour. Yeah, well, that's, that's the important about. part. <laughs> yeah. Give it, give it a two weeks. They're going to be like, "What the hell are we thinking?" <laughs> yeah, the health minister really wants to focus on the medicinal side. Recreational is not legal technically. Um, we already have a really um, successful medical tourism economy, and so he wanted to supplement that along with us, uh, you know, supplement cannabis as a cash crop. I can, just imagine, um, I can just imagine like the combination where you're like, now if somebody has to get like their whole, all their teeth done or something like that, it's like, why would you even think about doing it in America when you can go to Thailand, stay for a month, cost you half as much and smoke a ton of weed and hang out and, and, and recover with some yeah. great food. And, and some, be in Thailand. And yeah. be in Thailand on the beach. Like, it sounds exactly. way better. You know what I mean? What do you mean? I'm flying there to get my sunburn treated. <laughs> you know, for so a, you it's going to take a month. Yeah, yeah, first you have to get it and then you have to, yeah, exactly. No, it is definitely the, I mean, I can see that because medical, there is a big medical tourism going on there already just because of the, plastic surgery and the dental and all of that stuff they're like really good at it all of it you're just like damn these guys are kill it they are talking about opening up these cannabis sandboxes in popular areas like Phuket, Gotsumui, um and where they'll be able to smoke freely in these areas i don't know if it'll be in effect this year but that's that's something to be really excited about Wow. Wow. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, it would be, I mean, definitely because of the fact that there is such a huge amount of tourism there, too. It's like, it's hard if you're saying it's medical and then you're just kind of adjusting for every single person's deal where they're like, okay, I'm here for, you know, because of course they want the money and the tourists are there. And it's, if it's, you know, medical has always been like one of those shoehorns into getting everything happening just where you're like, okay, so. So that kid is <laughs> needs medical right there. Like you're like not really, but you know, preventatively. He can't sleep. <laughs> preventatively, right? Exactly. And uh, so it is. I mean, it would be smart if they did that, just because it would definitely take the pressure off of people having to bullshit their way through. You know what I mean? Which is always a shitty way to. I, I kind of hate when they do that. It's always nice to because I think recreational people would always pay a little more for recreational. And the money from that, the extra money could go towards the medical, you know what I mean? And give that for free. Everybody medical shouldn't even pay a dime, really. There's no reason you should, if you're truly medical, Absolutely. you know? Yeah, there's a huge problem here with um, high demand and low supply. I'm a medical patient here myself. I get this five milliliter tincture bottle of one-to-one -one for $30. Now, that's insane for me, but that's, like, impossible for the average type person to sustain upon. Mm. Right. So it's not accessible to the people, you know, you're trying to embrace it as our cultural roots of the traditional medicine. It's too expensive. I, I, think, I think this is one of those situations that time will change all of those things. The more that yeah. supply comes online and there's greater capacity, prices will go down. Mm -hmm. We definitely need more infrastructure. We need more experience to come into the country and, and teach the Thai people how to do this. Um, that's definitely a big need right now. 
Well, we got reached out to by a, a company in, in Thailand who is looking for a grower, and they, I believe they still are. So if you can work legally in Thailand and you have, I mean, what was it, like four acres? Yeah. About a four-acre cultivation experience, we can get you in touch with someone. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's interesting, too. That's one of the reasons I did the show was just that I was getting all these friends of mine were either getting on planes flying out or getting ready to or you're like i was like god damn it like, it is the spot right now you know what i mean so it's definitely cool to uh to know that we have friends out there already and uh doing things and i mean i definitely think you're in the such a killer position because it's the culture that i mean obviously there's going to be tons of growers out there and people who are going to hopefully help boost that but then the part that always suffers is the social side because it's always a little bit clunky at first right like there's never really like you end up like people overestimate what's going to happen <laughs> like it's going to get so crazy it's like dude we're going to smoke weed in a room nothing nothing crazy is going to happen i guarantee you but the people who are putting it on always have this idea that it's something big and it's like no the it's really going to just be like a lot of comfortable places to sit, a lot of you know good things to drink, and you know have those little basics covered, and we're good. And that's the funny part about cannabis is it doesn't take much to make us all happy, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you can have something to drink and a joint. Wow, everybody's happy, and especially in <laughs> Thailand, where you got such a beautiful fucking environment. You know what I mean? Compared to so. There, we have one of our guests that's coming on, and he seems like uh, what, what, when I was looking at some of the sites that he posted, um, they were definitely going hard on the whole idea of club slash restaurant slash experience and going for that full, uh, you know, full immersion kind of deal, which I think is going to be cool because Thailand's already doing that on a, I'm sure, on a mass scale since they have tourists from all over the world there at all times right is thailand doing anything to uh like uh bring psychedelics into the to the mix right uh psilocybin was also legalized in 2018 when cannabis was medicinally wow yeah that's, dang that's awesome and kratom has been used traditionally for ding, millennia ding, ding, here right. in thailand and it, oh for sure i mean almost every, everybody that comes back from holiday is always telling you about their going up to the spot at the beach and have the guy make him a shake or whatever. And uh, they're usually quite hero doses. If not like, there's definitely not like, oh yeah, here's a microdose. It's more like, uh, yeah. Macro. Macro sit down dose. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, uh, have you talked with April or about doing any kind of deals over there? Cause I'm imagining she's probably oh, yeah. gearing up for some. I'm out my keys. THC Thai tour already. <laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs> this sounds Higher way cool. travel. <laughs> Shout out to April and Bobby Black. It's awesome when places like that open up because, and then if they got you there, I mean, that's perfect because I can just imagine they'd just be lining them up coming through. Yeah, Listen, that's we'll, the dream. That we'll give really Higher Way uh, some free advertising, but they got to figure out a way to fly the show. Oh, yeah, they got to fly us all out there. You know how it goes. <laughs> Not a problem. No big deal. Oh, Bobby's rich, bro. Oh. <laughs> no. I'm not saying that. Let's, we'll, we'll work an Adam Dunn show, you know, trip to Thailand, and we'll have, you know, like Rosin Dogs and, and uh, Uncut Bush. Oh, we'll yeah. all come, and we'll get, you know, Tens of fans. I can't to wait to see Uncut Bush in Thailand. That's oh. that is already, and she doesn't even know who I'm talking about. But if I just say the words Uncut Bush Thailand, you already are like, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> that cannot make sense. Doesn't make sense. Nope. 
Um, so tell us about the book too that you put together because I saw that and I was also oh, time, yes. timely. So, oh yeah, um, I wanted to combine my two passions and I wrote a book about the nutrition of cannabis. Uh, it's called Nutrition and Cannabis: Eating Cannabis Creative. for a Healthy Life. <laughs> oh, I like. I like Went that. out. Went out on a limb. Went out on a limb. Like I don't know. If Dairy. <laughs> I feel like you're dealing with smokers, though. <laughs> it's it focuses on the raw acid precursors of um, of cannabis. It delves a lot into um, Dr. William Courtney's work um, with the, this is juicing, mm. and I also go into the nutrition of just like regular decarboxylated edibles, like picking a better edible. Mm. And juicing, I mean, it's one of those things where I think the hardest part with juicing is having source material that you can trust, right? Because it's like, yeah. I don't trust any other person's grow because you'd be like, I only sprayed it once, maybe. <laughs> you know, like, no, dude, you can't have none of that. And then, you know, so having that source material that can be, and what what, what is the best timing for, for juicing? Because I always figured the younger and tender the best uh, would make the most sense. So you kind of don't really have... Uh, you like that young and tender, right? <laughs> but uh, well, I think when they're in flower, when um, they they have the crystals on them. So better in flower yeah. for medicinal purposes. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just chlorophyll. Gotcha. More like chlorophyll. <laughs> right, or like um, wheatgrass style. Yeah, which you know it has its benefits, but you're not getting those active compounds. Mm. And when it's raw like that, though, is it is it? Um, because it's not decarboxylated, obviously, if it's for coming off of a juiced, fresh thing. How does how does that translate as far as activity? So you get the raw acid precursors. These are compounds that eventually that will be turned into THC and CBD. They're called THCA and CBDA. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a lot of the same medicinal benefits as THC and CBD, but you can take much, much higher therapeutic doses without getting too... Right. Fucked up. <laughs> so it still has benefits without the without the effect that you may be. Exactly. Exactly. There's no psychoactive effect. Oh. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. It's good for older folks. That's for sure. Just to get them get the get the stigma removed. It's weird. It's kind of funny because it never. I mean, it seems like it always like is the hot thing for a minute. In a new in a new thing, and then there's always one person who kind of gravitates towards it, yep. and I never seen it work. <laughs> like, and I think it's because of the fact that the, not that I never seen it work, but I never seen it work as a business because I think it's again you really got to like unless you've got to grow right there and you're juicing it like next to your grow, take it out, juice it right away. I because I saw some shops here sell not here, but I saw them online. They were selling leaves in like a shop, and they were in like a pre-packed thing and i was like that ain't gonna do shit right there i was just looking at it like wow how bad is that it ha- would have to be done the way you juice microgreens you gotta mm. take a scissor cut it right out of the tray yeah. and right into the juicer yeah you can't mess around with sitting around waiting for that stuff to sell on the on the shelf there um i saw a lot of people over there also doing a lot of uh like deep fried leaves and getting all kind of weird kind of typical classic yeah. wackiness like yeah that. so um, cannabis has been part of Thai cuisine forever, actually. Um, it's in um, one of our traditional uh, dishes, boat noodle soup. And I actually learned this while writing the book. I thought it was just like, you know, garnish. But as a matter of fact, um, cannabis leaves contain uh, glutamate, which is, what, which is similar to MSG. So it gives you that savory umami flavor. Mm. 
So it's, it's more than just garnish. Interesting. Extra leaves, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, cause I actually I think that I saw that on the same thing I was watching where the guy was showing all the stems and they were talking about that. I was like, they were really focused on that. And I was like, okay, the glutamate. Mm, these guys are really into glutamate, let me tell you. But of course, it is a big major thing in Asia anyway. Of course, umami. Why the food's so good. Yeah, right. And then, and of course, everybody thinks of MSG when you think of glutamate, but that's just a shortcut, right? So, um then then uh, but there's no there's no limitations on food stuff at the moment like you can make and prepare any kind of medicated still, whatever no you want can't add any extracts to it it's uh, still just leaves stems roots sure but you can make a but you can make uh like butter which is that considered an extraction or is that yeah that actually can't exceed over zero point two yeah, but who's checking? Come on, no. But well, I mean, as far as like preparation, though, somebody—if somebody makes butter—that is that considered like okay? They've crossed the line because they're. Yeah, then then uh, that would not be considered uh, legal. Oh. Again, let's give it a few weeks. Nah, a couple weeks of <laughs> in the moment here. I mean, what? What? I mean, there were serious penalties. I mean, in Thailand, so. Let's allow it. See, we have just... a short window while you still get really high off of it because you'll be so paranoid that you're yeah. going to get in trouble. Because <laughs> you know what happens is like a couple of years from now, they don't. that's care. all guys. Yeah. That's like when I was in Amsterdam for so long, like people would come there and everybody from Cali would be like, man, my weed's better. And every, you know, and I'd be like, yeah, but you are in a place where it is illegal. And right. if you get caught, you get in trouble. Now you're in Amsterdam and it's like, it ain't, everything's legal. And reality is nothing's legal, but you think it is. And because of that, you're, you're, you're lowered all of your... Uh, sort of your tolerance got higher because now you think everything's funny and cool and you ha you can't get in trouble, but you can. <laughs> like, it's yeah. everything's possible. You would have to try to, but it's the social consumption around cannabis that mm. Amsterdam really has a lock on. Really? Oh, it's so... Unfortunately, just, yeah. Thailand does not want to be like Amsterdam. They've been very clear about this. Um, nuisance smoking... Oh. Can be uh, fined up to Sorry of our lives. You mean, <laughs> you mean our, our, the bane of our existence? Is Adam's photo on that actual law like don't, nuisance photo, and it's yeah. Adam sitting there with the? <gasps> don't be this guy. It's a don't be this guy photo. Right? So yeah, they're still pretty serious about about really keeping small. Yeah, I mean. It'll be tough in, in some places just because it's already it's kind of, I don't think much is going to change. It's just the mentality that people are like maybe a little less on their guard because they already, you know, Chiang Mai or, or, or I mean, uh, Copenhagen or something like that, where pretty much everybody was smoking weed anyway. It wasn't like a big deal. Yeah. Um, no big, de no big changes in those places. Kind of like how our lives didn't change in 2012 when it became legal in Colorado. You're like, hey, so then we just do the same thing, right? Yeah, okay. Wait, Continue as usual. Store? Continue as usual, you know. <laughs> um, but it's all for the new new crew that are coming in. Um, where where it's like major changes because now they have access, which is huge. Um, it's huge. And you're coming back. And I mean, now that you're obviously deep into things there, but have you uh, at, ever since COVID, you haven't been able to come back to the states, or you just been I'm coming back next week. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, there you coming go. to Colorado? You going to Cali or what? <laughs> I might be going to Colorado, actually. Oh, well, that's awesome. Then we can I'm definitely have in you in studio. studio and hang out. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. 
So oh, then you'll definitely be getting a call from Danny Danko to appear on his show in two weeks. Oh, yeah, three. that's that's the, <laughs> He's the classic. Jelly, we get you first, though. He's like, oh no, have you been on Danny's show? No, oh, he's never yeah. asked me. Mm, nice one, Danny. <laughs> fucking Danny. Typical. <laughs> yep. So uh, now, normally, whenever we have a guest, a good we, guest, yeah, then he's like, oh, why didn't I think of that? And then all of a sudden, he's got them two weeks later. So yeah. Fuck you, Danny. I think it's funnier than it is in reality, but it's still funny to say. It's still true. Yeah. Just relax, bro. <laughs> show's worldwide. We just keep samples of them so we don't have to, you know, mm. it's okay. This show is worldwide. Uh, um, and then, uh, and the book's on, so back to the book for a second. That's on Amazon, I assume. Yes. Digi, or is it like a Kindle thing, or is it a... Yeah, oh, both. Maybe Mark will put the link up right now. What? Oh. Right. Hold it's, on. Uh, oh. Wait. Yeah. Mark wasn't up for the listening. Patreon show. Okay, hold on. I'll I'll write it down because he doesn't have. You have uh, a. Anyone out there watch hockey? Game starting. Game starting. Any score? Starting. No score. Just okay. starting. Keep Ladies and gentlemen, the Stanley Cup is in Colorado. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, oh, that's why you're that's coming here? Is that why you're coming here to steal the Stanley Maybe. Cup? Is that what's going on? <laughs> it's been sent in. Wait, some, Canadians, some Canadians were like, we'll send in a Thai girl. And they'll never expect it. Yep. They'll never expect it. She'll just scoop it up. <laughs> yes. Some private, private collector. Did you say send in the Thai girl? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She'll sneak it in and you sneak it out. You're gonna you're gonna hide it um, in your luggage or something. Yeah, what? she's she's pulling, she's pulling a heist, a heist, a heist. So um, I don't know if you saw the list of the other guests that we have on, but I was wondering if you knew any of them. I posted her Instagram on the. I have heard of them. Uh -huh. um, yeah, I'm really excited they're, to hear what they have to say. They're all infamous, you should say, basically, mm -hmm. right? Infamous. Their <laughs> reputation precedes them. Yeah. Well, they're well, coming on the show, so there's always a chance they won't show. So no, they're all in the. I see them. They're all. They're, they're just waiting. I said six ten. I told them six ten because I was really like planning this in my head. I was like, oh. if we don't, otherwise everyone's going to come in at the same time, and then we're not going to be able to properly get a good interview with Tian. So now we did, which is great, <laughs> and she's going to be here next week or maybe. That'd be dope. And uh, yeah, these guys that are coming on are all people that are out there. Probably just like I felt like I was where you're like, oh man, right place, right time. That's like always the best feeling when you're literally like, I've been working my entire life to this moment right here. You know, all I want to do is grow weed. I'm in a place that all they're talking about is weed. So it's like, yeah, it's oh. a pretty, pretty good timing. And that's always a nice thing because it's the terrible when you're on the opposite end of the spectrum where you're like, oh yeah, we're cracking down on all this bullshit. <laughs> and you're like, no. Like most of our adult lives. Well, we had that for a long time. Like in the nineties, well, yeah, like when I graduated, I graduated in 87 and it was probably the worst time period ever in American history of cannabis. Like it was so bad. It was the worst. Like they were actively public helicopter, en public enemy number one, actively repelling with automatic weapons. Weapons. Wow. Yeah. This surprises yeah. you? Well, it just sounds terrible. It I don't was know. terrible. Yeah. Stuff that I hope we don't ever have to talk about like too, later as far as like hope that it never rears its ugly head again. I don't think so. I think we've proven pretty well that we're all pretty nice people. <laughs> all, the, all, oh. us, all us weed guys, all us weed heads. Weed heads, you're all. Well, I don't think it can go back because all the cops and all the politicians are all invested in did, the weed. Did you see thing. the New York cop, the chick that was smoking the other day that like, someone caught her on video and she's just standing there smoking a joint? I was like, nice. Really? It has happened. It is. Because they're allowed to. 
technically. Oh. Off when they're off duty, but she was on duty. Oh, she was in uniform. <laughs> she was in uniform. Oh. Oh. They're gonna use that against us. Ooh, it was great. It was still a good moment. I don't care if they use it. Again. It was good. It was worth it. We win. It was like we win. That's awesome. <laughs> That's it. You know. She must. I bet. Watch her run for office. Yeah, she'll be the next next mayor. Yeah. <laughs> caught, caught smoking weed. Now you're the mayor. Yeah. Because, look at it. this. Is free advertising for her campaign. That is like the criteria these days. I think. You, gotta, you have to at least. Smoke I was weed. talking. If you didn't smoke my, weed, you're not allowed to be no politician. Come on. I was talking with my kids yesterday that we literally almost took down right a president because he didn't inhale. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was news in 1990, right? 92, 90. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I mean, remember yeah. this. Clint, they, I mean, they almost. I mean, Clinton had to stand in front of Congress and and talk about his smoking weed in college. This is ridiculous. Look how far we've come. I'm I'm really glad we have what we have. Cheers on that. Here, here. Right. As we as oh, this is my. I gotta remind everybody that lest you forget, there are still a lot of people in prison for cannabis. A lot of people. So if there are organizations that you feel work closely. To get people let out of jail and get reform of cannabis laws um, and the penalties around them, please make your donations. Do what you have to do. I'm not going to suggest any one organization, but do your own research. But we should just never forget, as we sit here, as Adam's dabbing and I'm rolling a joint, that there's still people paying for bullshit. Bullshit. Back when Clinton was president and had to defend himself. For smoking weed in college. TSK's got it. So the two's got an old cop boofing weed. Now that's <laughs> even better. Yes. We're gonna <laughs> get a photo. Yep. We need photos. Photos or it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Cops boofing weed. Oh. Two, if you can get a picture of that, bring it here first, please. Don't go to Instagram or Twitter and try to get a gajillion, you know, shares. Bring it here first. We got our we got our first guys popping in. Hello, how's it going, guys? Yo, who we got? Uh, this is Baba Fats oh. from uh, Thailand. Nice, welcome to the show, my friend. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thanks for having me. Um, I was looking at I was telling Tian earlier because I was looking at one of the things you had sent me, which was that um, Panthera one. I was like, geez, these guys are going going hard to the paint right here. It looks like as far as. Uh, you know, entertainment in Thailand. Is that is that a group that you're working with? Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, one. That's the main group I'm working with right now. Um, these guys are like they they are the the main entertainment people in Thailand. They own all the clubs. There's a lot of stuff they don't own that was on that website too. Um, you know, if you ever get out here, I'm sure you'll you'll visit uh, Nana Plaza. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's something you gotta see whether you're in it or not. It's one of the biggest red light districts in the world. Um, but they own that, enti- they own that entire building as well. Hmm. Um, it's definitely, uh, an interesting, an interesting group to say the least. Nice. Nice. And then, uh, where are you from originally? California, Northern California. NorCal, Northern um, NorCal. How, and how long have you been in Thailand? Uh, on and off for 18 years. I used yeah. to just do the grow season in California and mm-hmm. then come back out to Thailand and waste all my money. Nice. <laughs> nice. And now, and now it's all come full circle. You're like, wait a minute. So I can be here and make money and not have to come back and forth. It's like beautiful. Yeah. It's insane. Really? I mean, like what, what's been going on over the course of the last couple of years, it's been, it's been nuts. But after June 9th, it just blew up. Like after June 9th, um, 
man, it's like there's they're selling they're selling cannabis at the local grocery stores, at the local market, on the side of the road. On, they're selling plants at the red lights at the gas. Like, they're selling plants at the red lights. Little kids coming up and trying to sell you a cannabis plant. Right. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's awesome, man. It's, it really is. No, that is. That's like a, it's kind of like New York right now too. New York's gone, you know, once people realize that there's, there's not places actually yet set up to go and buy it officially, there aren't officially of course, but officially not quite there. Just street dealers out there selling and having full range of, of products. And you're just like, damn, this is like a totally different vibe, you know? Yeah. I'd love to hear about what your what gear you're rocking out there now that it's legal. What are you really trying to fill everyone's garden with? What's gonna well, what crossed well with I, the Thai climate? Well, the thing is, is like uh, there's a lot of misconceptions about growing out here. Like there's a lot of people that think, oh, you need the climatized genetics, and and you do for certain times of the year. Chris is going to come on a little bit later and talk a little bit about the climatized genetics, but um, in the in the the appropriate outdoor growing season here, you can grow anything, man. You can grow the, the deepest indicas. You can grow, uh, like, everything grows out here. We have a much better growing environment than Northern California for six months out of the year. And then, and then it's just um, wet. And then it's the other time it's just un, undoable as far as monsoon season or? It's not undoable. It's just not a desirable season to grow in. You're going to deal with constant problems of weather and bugs, and you're, you're definitely going to get some mold. And, you know, it, it just, just growing, happens. As just growing enough outdoors. during the right time of the year is probably a better idea, from, right? So, how is, well, how I mean, is storing it there, though? How is storing it there, though? Because that's always been a problem in tropical ish environments where it grows great and then it doesn't store well, and then you end up with a bunch of stuff that's all kind of tastes the same after a while sure um it's actually fine you know i run my air conditioners pretty much 24 7 in my house um so it's uh as long as you keep it cool and in a cool dark place you're you're fine um the air conditioners do fuck up the weed a little bit because you keep popping those jars and the air conditioners actually keep your house so dry right that like uh, you've got to uh you got to cap those jars or, or make sure you get some humidity back in the in your stash so that, is that chris down there or what's that yeah, oh, it's Canatai Seeds. Nice. Turn your phone sideways, Canatai Seeds. Canatai phone sideways, please, and then we'll get a better better picture. If he hears us. Oh, <laughs> I, don't so. I don't know. So, um, but yeah, the, uh, I mean, that's the thing. We're like, we're in a complete opposite of Colorado. We're in Colorado. It's super dry. <laughs> and so we have a hard time keeping stuff flavor white the terps here like just disappear you know i mean it's for concentrates it's great because it's already dry so you don't you're not really competing against like so for for just flow through rate and stuff it's really nice but when it comes to terp retention it's really hard you know we're just like battling that at all times and the humidity i always found opposite problem of course because you can't roll a joint because you gotta always grind it here, here <laughs> you, you don't need a grinder in colorado there's no even need you know reason for it but, uh, yeah, I was just in Cali. I was unprepared. I was like, no, I don't need a grinder. And, and you're then like, I... mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when was the last time? So you said you, uh, for 18 years back and forth, but um, now you're sort of permanently in Thailand. Is that the plan or is it kind of? And yeah, yeah. I've actually been here nonstop since 2016. I haven't left since 2016. Oh, uh, good timing. Um, 
yeah, you know, I sold my farm in Mendocino. And, uh, you know, in 2016, it was just like prices were just dropping like hell, man. And, you know, the guys up on top of the mountains, they couldn't compete with the guys in the valleys that all had grow licenses now. Um, so I just, uh, I, I sold the farm and came over to Thailand full time. Nice. I, I like it when people do smart moves at the right time because it's a, mm. you know, can be the opposite, right? Where you're like rolling and you're like, yep, there goes that end. Of the, that's the end of that era. You're like, fuck. Just, well, should have been here two years I, ago, man. No, it's the worst thing to hear, right? I, I kind of fucked up just right, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> I went back in 2016. I, um, you know, I, I came back with a pocket full of seeds and uh, a little bit of cash. And just started started going hard out here, um, completely underground, completely illegal. Um, but I was well known in the cannabis community. And in 2018, when legalization was first being talked about, like all the guys came to me and they're like, "Please, please, like, can you help us out? We could We have an appointment to meet the king of Thailand. Uh, can you come in and like meet the king?" And I was like, "The king? Like, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I could do that. I could do that." And we showed up at the Grand Palace with like with hundreds of patients that have been like I, I've been working with a lot of patients out here teaching that we had some guys out here that were like the Rick Simpson of Thailand, making a lot of oil, getting it out to the patients. And I was helping them like refine their oil making techniques um, just so we get a little bit better medicine out to the patients. But uh, so we showed up with like hundreds of patients and only seven of us were like allowed into the uh, into the. Uh, the grand palace for an audience with the king and and he never showed up so but uh <laughs> but sounded good it sounded good right you got the story right. at least you got the story do you guys know right. jackie ung <laughs> yeah okay you're laughing i like the, I like the laugh i like the laugh what, what, well, there was a what do we need to know <laughs> cannabis investment world summit um god um I don't know what I should say or what I shouldn't say, um, but I mean, he's very much on the like the seminar kick. Yeah, I've been to a couple of his seminars and he's invited me on to a show and I said, there's no way in hell I'm getting on that stage with the people that you've brought up here. Like he's talking about, like, he brings these people on stage that talk about like, Oh, the only strain that clears cancer is a Thai strain, and it's 45% THC, and it's called the special golden leaf strain. And I was like, the golden leaf strain? You mean the, like, is it, you mean the new lock strain? Um, right. I've been to a couple of his seminars. They're very much investment-driven, um, and it's very – it's a lot of smoke and mirrors, mm. to be honest with you. Um Carpet bagging kind of vibes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I spent a few days with him on Malta before the world broke, and um, uh. he talked a good game. Well, we'll, I'll give him that. Yeah. 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 He's got big dreams, Jack. If he can accomplish half of what he's trying to do, then Thailand will be the mecca for cannabis. <laughs> no way. I, 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 I completely disagree. I, I, think he's, I think he's like the Walmart of cannabis. That's um, what I mean. He's I, a, he, he, he said he said his bar like i think the investment was i'm looking for two hundred thousand dollars and in two years it'll be worth 20 million on an exit jesus i i i just get the big a big uh yeah 
I wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot pole. <laughs> okay, moving on. And well, there you go. That was, that's that, see, that's already worth it right there. Well, that's, no, now I know because I, I, you know, you, you, he's operating ten thousand miles away. It's a little bit you like the Jamaica the thing too. In Jamaica, on. they had the same deal where it was like there was always sort of like me sort of like business things that were totally lame and you could just tell they were going to be a disaster and they would come around to the shows and try to like get you all excited because it was in jamaica of course and so thailand has a good pull to it also so i can imagine people yeah. be like oh, i'll go to thailand and go to check out something about weed of course you know what i mean why not then you get it's almost like when you go to mexico and you have to go sit through the fucking bullshit because you want to get the free deal. You know, I want the free trip. I've got to sit through the thing. I am definitely not taking one of these units. I am out of here. Where do I want to get to the beach? Where's my free margarita? You know what I mean? So, so um, we got everybody else. It seems like we got Chris. Um, and we got, how, do you, how do you pronounce your name properly? Because now I feel like an idiot because I was like, you know, I just see names and letters and I'm going, I don't know. How do you say it? Sven. Hey, hey, it's M. I just M? arrived. How are you guys doing? It's just M, right? That's it. Okay, good, because I was wondering. I was like, okay, I'm M? Gonna... M, M turn your phone sideways so we can see you, because we got you oh, four. Right. We got you Brady Bunch style now. Yeah, now everyone's in the... All right, there we go, there we go. Oh, this is beautiful. So, yeah, welcome to the show. Thanks for helping us out and getting everybody lined up, because that was a great move. You did a good... You did a very good job, M. <laughs> I was like, very impressed. Okay, I like it, Picasso. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No worries, no worries. It is really so. Excuse me while I have my morning bond rip. Oh, I know. I, and I had to wake you guys up like hella early. I'm surprised you got like, fuck. You know, <laughs> I'm going to say, Bobby, you are on fire for a guy at six in the morning. <laughs> considering, right. right? Yeah. You, when you got three kids, like you're, you're, you're clockwork. You're, you're up at six o'clock every morning. Regardless. Nice. How, I got three little ones. How old are your kids? Uh, four. Eight and ten. Wow, I got a ten-year-old too myself. Damn. So then, yeah, you are you are firing on all cylinders. There. What kind of coffee do you drink? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> any kind at all. Seven like, eleven brand this morning. <laughs> Whatever's there. So, Am, you're uh, running a shop down there. You got a little like kind of a yeah, little... yeah. I, I opened up the first walk-in uh, indoor hydro cannabis specific grow shop. Um, I've actually since shut the physical doors, but we still remain online. We're still doing clones. We're still doing seeds, still providing consultations. So uh, I have my farm here, too, that we're running. And we just did 150 plants for the mental hospital. And now we're preparing to launch for the legal market. So, yeah, we're... Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, excited in Thailand. High and excited. Well, it's good. I'm, I'm definitely gonna, <laughs> after the after the show. I'm definitely going to link you up with a whole bunch of great, uh, a bunch of people that I know will be excited just to hear from Thailand and would love to get you some products to down there and hopefully. I mean, I'm not sure what the approval situation is. How how is it with all like. Um, you know, getting things approved for, for, is it like, is there any kind of, is it like here where you have to run through like lots of hoops or is it just kind of like get it in and get it out there to the people? What's the Right deal? now it's just an app you download on your phone. It's like grow ganja in Thai, poop ganja it's called. You sign up, you can apply for all your licenses wow. there. You can apply to grow there, all approved online. It's a, a pretty simple system at the moment. Nice. But they'll be launching new regulations in three to four months in December. So we'll see then what the real situation in Thailand's like for cannabis. Right now, it's kind of a, the wild, wild west for a few months while they lock down the laws and the regulations. 
well, these are the best times. <laughs> this is the most exciting time of the whole thing is when you're making all your own rules, making your own lane, uh, do it right. And otherwise, you know, exactly like what Baba did, right? It was illegal. He did it obviously good. People knew once it got legal, that's the guy who does it right. So let's talk to him because he's somehow managed, you know. And now it's like survive these next little waves, I guess. And uh, so um, do you have any, like, uh, ma any major clients or are you just kind of doing mostly direct sales to, to small growers? Uh, right now, all of our clients are government issues. So like hospitals, universities, oh, wow. the mental hospital, Thai traditional medicine, Nothing direct to the customer yet. Okay. Um, the only thing I'm actually giving direct to the customers is clones and seeds at the moment, no flour. Um, I do do a little brokering between friends to help things get done, but overall, I'm just waiting for things to open up, new laws, new recreational weed, and let that go on. You guys are all Bubba, pioneers. Actually, uh, you're pioneers out there, so and everybody just for a second, so we can let everyone know how all your names, your Instagram, you know, if you want people to get in touch with you, let's get it out there right now because really, you you're you're doing something. You're like at the you're at the tip of the spear, man. This is weeks old. Hey, did I? All right. Well, uh, my name is M. And my Instagram is Infamous Gardens. I've got like a little logo with weed around it. There's a couple of us out there. Uh, Cultivate Brie Rum is the website and uh, the Facebook and that. And uh, yeah, that's that's me. Chris? How's it going? Good morning. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you had enough. I think you've had your at least a couple dabs in, right? So you're good now. Now you're we let you ease into this conversation. It's <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he knows how to talk on the Adam Dunn show. Just do dabs. That's the way. Bong hits. You're gonna a new co-host. <laughs> so yeah, tell us what's going on, Chris. Uh, well, I moved here permanently 2017. Uh, been coming here since '06. Uh, married my wife in '08. And uh, uh, I grew up listening to uh, stories of amazing times over here. My my dad's buddies were, you know, smugglers and used to get in tons of stuff in the San Francisco. And it was, a, it was amazing uh, growing Allegedly. up listening to these guys talk about this amazing kingdom. Man. It is really, and this place is like the, probably the most freedom I've seen in, in, in anywhere. And you're you know, Canada Thai seeds, right? Excuse me? Your Canatai seeds on Instagram? Yes, sir. Canatai seeds, yes, sir. So everyone follow that one right now. And I so when it. you got there in 2006, was that um, just like strictly just getting out of America for a minute and spending some cash like Baba was doing and then realized like, oh, shit, <laughs> there's a whole other world. Well, I, was in, I was really into uh, photography. I, had, uh, I bought a, like a really nice digital SLR and I wanted to take photos. And... So I came over here and, uh, and I started taking pictures and I actually uh, I uh, met my wife and we actually got close because we wrecked on a motorcycle together, a scooter, and uh, that's what brought us together. That's classic Thailand right there. Aww. Like went there for a weekend, crashed a scooter. <laughs> like my I have another friend in Amsterdam, same exact deal. Like he goes, he, he goes to Thailand, gets off his head. And pretty much crashes a scooter every time he's there, and like comes home in a cast. Like, it's like what? Well, once again, back from Thailand. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, I've had my road rash a few times over here. 
And so is so where like um, is where is everybody in comparison to each other? Is everybody kind of in the same sort of zone, or are we all over the place on the map right now? Yeah, we're all. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, all over the place. Yeah, but I'm in the middle. I'm like I'm in Eastland. I'm kind of like in the middle of the area. And uh, Bab is up north from me. He's up in the Chiang Mai area, right? Uh, yeah. And then. And, okay. And then, uh, yeah, and M's over there rocking bullion, holding it down. And where is that? Where is that exactly on the map? Buriram is northeast province, right next to Cambodia. Oh wow! Okay, cool. It's so okay. Mark is bringing it up on a map right so now that's, to show everybody. Uh, because from what I get, because so like I said, I was there in two thousand three. Um, did kind of you know went, did a little tour. Went up north, south. Did a little. I didn't get to go to any. I, I realized after when I was there, like I should have went to fucking Laos and Vietnam and all those places because that seems to be where all the good weed would be coming from. Because from what I gather, but um, I went up to Pai. That was kind of fun. I'm sure that I'm sure you're yeah, yeah. very familiar with that. That was like the most Western weird vibe. It was like the weirdest place at the time when I went there because it was like, like uh, I it was, still is. It was nothing. It was pretty much everybody that I met because I had like green hair at the time, I think, and like cornrows or something. They go, "Hey, have you been to Pai yet?" And I'm like, "No. What is this? <laughs> what is this pie you speak of?" And then everybody kept saying it to me, so I was pretty much <laughs> like I knew I had to go there. Got there and realized like. Oh, this is just a bunch of expats, and they're all making wacky little. Like it was like you were in the weird. Like, I have a movie theater. I have a this. Like everybody just designed whatever they wanted, and it was like a three block, three or four blocks kind of real small no. area. Very weird. Actually, had the, some of the best food there, which was surprising because I had so much food when I was in Thailand, and I really was expect not expecting it to be there. And it was a lesbian couple that crushed it, man. They made the best food. I was like, you guys know how to cook like beyond anybody. I've. I mean, I went to. Thailand is just all about food, really. That's all I remember. Yeah, like, it really is. The best. It's yeah, the best. To me, the best food in the world for sure. Like pretty yeah, much, it every- is the bomb. I agree. And different. That's what I, I loved about it. It wasn't ever the same. Like it didn't seem like I could ever match. Like it never felt like, oh yeah, it's same old, same old. It was like everybody's version was a little different and killer. You know? Amen. We need to do a show from Thailand. What's that? I live in Little Saigon. I missed that one, Tian. Would you say? Oh, it's all about the terpenes in Thai food. <laughs> it is right. That's right. Them Thai terps. They are, yeah, and they're off the chain because it's like complex as motherfucker. You know, it's like everything is, like, and it's funny because you see one like like and you'll be very disappointed when you get here. I guarantee you, because it's like there's not like we're in the middle of the country. Uh, we're definitely not like it's not like San Francisco or somewhere like that where you you have the access to the seafood properly and stuff. But here it's it's I've been just I, I still try. I'll be like people be like, where do you want to go eat? And I'll always say Thai food. And I'm always like sad because it's never like what I want it to be. You know what I mean? We have one killer. We have a killer Vietnamese place up here. It's definitely off. The when chart. is the good time to fly to Thailand? What time? And just want to look it up. October, November, I would say, like that's when it starts getting to like the, the the cool and dry season, like especially up north in Chiang Mai where I'm at, like it gets cold up up there, mm-hmm. um, which which cold for us, not cold for for. Yeah, we're in Colorado for, next. Colorado. <laughs> we're in Colorado, <laughs> so yeah. freezing. Let me tell you, um, Chiang Mai. Woo. But it, yeah, I'd say like basically between the the high season here is October, November to April. Oh. And then April to September, it's you know it's a little bit moister, it's raining, uh, but it's still a great time to come out. There we go. And what do you think about? So do you think that um, 
where, where seems to be the next place after? Because I'm sure once Thailand proves, like you know, financially what what this can do to the country, then I'm sure other people start looking Vietnam or these other countries. Are these other places kind of bubbling with the same ideas? Yeah. Or yeah, Vietnam has been bubbling for a while. I think Vietnam, like prior to June 9th, was actually even further ahead than Thailand as far as like the general quality of cannabis and the access to cannabis. Like I had a lot of, I have a lot of friends that would go out to Vietnam and they were like, man, I just got on Instagram and there was like some, some fucking dank weed like delivered to my hotel in 15 minutes after arriving at the hotel. Nice. And that wasn't going down in, in Thailand for a while. There were like, I mean, you could, you had to look around a little bit. You had to go to the right cafes, but, but I think Vietnam will be blowing up. Um, I hear talks about Indonesia, um, but I'm not sure. And Laos, I mean, Laos has always had sort of a free for all for weed up there. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. I'm. I. I, I don't know. It's proper exactly, bong. There's like proper bong culture there. They love bongs, which I think is awesome. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, yes, just, this is good. Just so you know, bong. Bong is a Thai word. Yeah. Um, bong actually, and what a bong is. A bong is actually a unit of measurement uh, for bamboo. Like, as you can see, Chris's bamboo bong over there, like one section <laughs> of the bamboo, that's one bong of bamboo. Nice. Um, so the word bong is actually a Thai word. It, it comes from Thailand. And um, yeah, it's almost like two bongs of bamboo there. And what's also really um, cool is that the traditional ones are literally exactly like an old graphics. Like they're almost to the T, exactly <laughs> what we all kind of loved <laughs> and what was the real bong and real bong culture was early 90s. <laughs> graphics you know graphics. What I mean? like that was that's, 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 like that's that's pre everybody you know anybody's bullshit that's just like this is what works it functions like a beast and it's almost like an exact copy of a thai style bong you know what i mean when like we get there one of you has to tie some grass to a stick so we can say we had <laughs> thai stick just Don't worry so we can recreate that scene mark that one. videoing it we're about to be opening like 15 dispensaries all over Thailand, and like that's definitely one of the things we're gonna do. Is we're, gonna start, we're gonna recreate the Thai stick and get those out in our dispensaries. And then, and then you can, uh, and everybody can claim that they're dipped in opium and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, so, what about? Uh, I mean, because obviously, you know, was it? It's mm-hmm. Thailand is visited by way way too many people in a sense as far as like when it comes to like bringing people bringing genetics there and fucking up the local uh gene pool that's already was established at one point i mean is there any real have you can you find that guy who has that un unadulterated tie weed that's actually you know it's here somewhere there it's here <laughs> well, yeah, I know it's, sure. it's, but have you seen anything that you, cause if the problem is, is that most people are very, I mean, we're, we're all like at the point now where you can take a lot of poly hybrids, cross them together and get a, like a lot of beautiful looking weed without much effort because it's already, and we, and we've, it's like we're at that f- phase now where people are looking at Instagram weed, right? So they're always looking at weed, looking at weed, looking at weed. And when you, especially when you grow land race stuff almost every single time you do it you're kind of like you get super excited super excited super excited you harvest it and then you're just like 
what <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, what would these guys look i don't get it and you don't see it and then it's just like if you cure it long enough you might if you're lucky and you're in the right environment and you can time it properly you'll figure it out but if you're not you'll fuck it all up because it takes so long to get that perfect sweet spot it's like almost it's like shooting it's like throwing just in the dark every time you know what i mean and then the, if you grow the same strain over and over and over and over again you might figure it out but most people just throw it away because they're like fuck it took me 16 weeks tasted like fucking tobacco and some sort of leather or something it had no terps i liked at all i want Tropicana cookies, you know what I mean? And then they go straight back to like what everybody's thinking is is exotic these days. But anyway, uh, have you seen yeah. anything out there that you guys are like, oh my God, chocolate tie from the set 80s, <sighs> which yeah, is what I, I remember. I the juicy fruit, the chocolate, all that, where is it? <laughs> oh no, you said where is it? That's not a good thing. You're the seed guy. No, You're man. supposed to say it. Right. I've, seen, I've seen some, I've seen a, a, a couple good that are land races that were pure but uh um i haven't seen anything that was like the stuff that used to come in back in the day i, I haven't seen anything on that level uh at least the strength because the tie weed used to come in there was no ceiling on that wheat. like i mean if everybody anybody knows that and mm. you keep smoking it and your head's gonna keep dropping uh, you know what I think so, might you know what I think might also be part of the problem is is that all the weed that came from Laos or Thailand or wherever it was coming from from there was was smuggled to America was never like just brought up like hey we harvested it and we dried it in our closet and then we smoked it it's like no that shit got packed in and it something happens when you do that like I a lot of weed I think gets better and I think of those those land race things that are taste like leather and don't taste good because they're all oxidized from the outside like they're already dried from every single side and now that never happens inside of it normally it's like kind of wet still it gets stuck into a thing squished up stuck in a bag wrapped up super tight airtight shipped over sat for a few months gets picked up gets opened up and now it tastes fucking awesome oh my god this is amazing and like you never get to that point because you already dried it smoked it and grew something else by that time you know what i mean and you got to the next thing so i have a feeling that well unless it's treated the same you're not gonna you're, not, you're it can be hard to find those things that are out there you know you know yeah i grew i grew a lot of thai genetics from all over the country um and i saw i saw huge differences in some of the in some of the different in the strains out there they're not all just the the, the typical thailand race there's there's a couple uh main strains here in thailand um and they all have really different characteristics um i had some that just smelled exactly like jack um, great. <laughs> great. Um, but I mean, that's kind of what you kind of get out here. You get that real hazy, um, you know, it's that hazy, uh, terpenoline. You know, it's it's a very high terpenoline thing is what it is. A lot, of, a lot of mango. You get like, you get like a yeah. mango smell, a train wreck smell. You get a lot of train wreck That's also the same exact it. thing. Yeah. Terpenoline, same yeah. deal. Jack, Jack train wreck. Yeah. Isn't um, that funny? Isn't that funny? Fucking it's scourge! It's a goddamn scourge, you, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, and if you cure it right, it'll keep that smell and won't oh, uh, oh. and won't go to the, the normal hay bale smell that you, you normally smell out here. Hay bale. Okay. Well, that's better than hay bale. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. better than hay bale for sure. Yeah, there is that. But it is sad if you kind of like, uh, <coughs> you know, 
trying to get it, like you're, you're trying to have something super exotic and unique and then you end up with like that same old terp flavor same old jack terp like no um and it's it's the bitch to grow too i mean it just takes so damn long to, mm-hmm. to finish flowering and i mean like you said 16 weeks sometimes to get these things just like completely finished and uh yeah it's no fun to grow I think all three of us have done a done our done our work into in the uh, promoting the genetic drift in Thailand um, <laughs> between between Chris uh, M and myself. We we put a lot of genetic. Oh, and um, yeah. So so uh, I, I mean the the real tie is still out there, but I think between the three of us, we've really influenced the genetic drift pretty freaking hard. Good job, guys. Um, yeah, great job. <laughs> Andrew's going to get out there and he's going to breed an orchid into a cannabis plant. It's going to take four years to flower. Well, you know, yeah, the well, thing, they call me the, the Thailand racist because I just hate that stuff. I got no time. They call it. I took some seeds. I took some seeds uh, in uh, 2000. 2014, I think it was. I took some seeds. I brought some seeds back from here. I was some block, and a uh, real good block. And I brought them home. I popped them. I got two females, and I put them in my hoop house. And I had a high tunnel from Morgan Valley greenhouse, and it was a 24 foot ceiling in my gr- in my greenhouse, a 30 by 60. Uh, the two ties, I put them in there, and I actually had to buy this like long stick with a, a cutter at the end so I could keep topping these ties through the whole thing because they kept pushing into the top of the greenhouse. It's only 24 and, foot uh, tall. That's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> What's the problem? Yeah. It was, you know, so I I, did, I got a little bit of pollination on it. That was my whole thing. I just wanted to get some OG fish onto this tie. And so I did that and the, the, the beans made it, but the flowers never got the finish mm-hmm. before the frost kings. I was up about three thousand feet of Highway Fifty. Uh, I was in Somerset, right outside of Placerville, California. There, that's where I was staying. And, um, they did. They couldn't make it, man. It was February, and they still had like snowballs in February. Yeah. And it, it's thirty degrees out, and then they just it was over. You know, and the thing is, I think like uh, because it's twelve, twelve doesn't really work. Eleven, thirteen uh-huh. works better. And yeah. you kind of just have to like ride that that edge there, <clears throat> and they'll usually yeah. will they'll, they will sort of finish out, but they'll some of them will just keep going. Yeah, it's just like it's it's sad. But can you use like a <laughs> day to night temperature drop to influence that? I mean, because a lot of uh, plants that are uh, close to the equator won't um, they won't yeah, they held have... time by photo or a photo period because they can't. So they mm-hmm. use like di- uh, diurnal temperature difference of mm-hmm. the drop from day to night. Yeah, what I mean, what you the problem you'll get is if it gets co- too cold, you'll do they'll. They'll poop out as far as production goes. They just won't. They but then and then that kind of is like counter counterproductive in the sense of like okay, so now I have some like early finishing, not resiny weed. <laughs> like that's not the, definitely I, not I, the goal. I wasn't talking about a large drop, but just uh, yeah, it's it's about fifteen to twenty degrees usually to like trigger flowering in like orchids and some other equatorial right. plants. See, you'd love Thailand with orchids, probably. I mean, that'd be like heaven for you. That's right? why I wanted to go there for so long. <laughs> Um, we're all going to Thailand. I looked it up. We can get there. Oh, yeah, we're on our stuff. way. Oh, right, dude, we'll see you guys. As Perfect. as Tian gets over here, we'll be like, oh, we're out of here. We're going here. back over to Thailand. I'm going to be in the luggage. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he's in the luggage. Um, Road trip. 
So what's so uh, what's the next big uh, thing for Timeline as far as now that everybody's gotten over the first hump of actually opening up the first shops? Is there like a is there a next sort of goal that everybody's kind of focusing on, or is it just kind of like free for all now and everybody's just kind of find their way? I don't know. I, I see it sort of as a free for all right now. Um, we came so far in such a little amount of time from them just talking about legalization in 2018 to basically, I won't call it a full rec market because they're, they're trying to say recreational is not legal, but at this point it, it pretty much is. Um, I think right now what we're trying to do is just kind of get the base level of knowledge up right now because it came so far so fast, like people really don't, they, you know, People need to dial in their cultivation practices, you know, like from California or Colorado, we've been doing this for, for decades and decades. And, you know, it was basically, you know, like when you came into the airport in 2018, it was like death to drug traffickers was oh, on yeah. the wall. And, um, it's going to so take a little bit I to, think, it'll take a little bit to get that out of everybody's heads. I'm sure. Right. For, right. So I think right now we're, I mean, I don't know, the next milestones I'm really looking for is to get the, the local growers up to par so that we're really seeing like some really nice quality stuff, which it's already happening. It's happening really fast. But, um, you know, to get some, have people understand the seasons, understand the plant just a little bit more. And I think in the next few years, we're going to be a really an international player. Um, the, the Thai growers are learning fast. Um, Hundred percent, agree. A hundred percent. I mean, growing up, I mean, Thailand was pr pretty much the the kingdom of uh, when it comes to cannabis. This was the place that all the, the knockout stuff was coming from. When I was, you know, that was the I don't know late late seventies, uh, you know. But still, though, I grew up. If people were talking about weed, usually Thai was in that conversation. It's funny how it like it kind of like got. I think it was just that people didn't uh, because it had such problems growing it pure. Like when they took a pure tie and tried to grow it, nightmare, right? Mm -hmm. Some but tie yeah. hybrids, tie hybrids, they worked. But it felt like the tie part of it kind of got like overshadowed by by the because Af Afghan is what made it work, right? So Afghan is like, oh, it's an Afghan tie, but it's really like the Afghan is what everybody would focus on because that's kind of the the thing you see, right? You barely, but the like for instance, OG Kush, which where everybody were still on the there's a lot of debate on on realities of what the genetics are because even the people who started it don't know they they just know but but it has a very tropical vibe to it you know what i mean it's like more tropical than a true afghan right it has nothing which is a kush it like is. kush the, it is. like they're a real actually, yeah like real, really, real yeah. hindu kush is definitely like nothing like og kush og kush has this like woo it's all it's got a very interesting tropical edge to it you know what i mean which i think is thai or Laotian, or something like that, which is probably why it fucking works. You know what I mean? And it, I think, I think there's just a hermaphroditism that fucked up Thai in the whole breeding game that made everybody stop working with it a lot and kind of pushing it forward. You know, Mexican. I've seen so many here. I mean, yeah. Mexican, same thing. Like bro. nobody was proud of Mexican for a long time. They'd just be like, wouldn't talk about it. But all the like killer strains came out of there. A lot of great strains came out of Mexico. But again. Afghan always gets 
it's like Afghan is the shining star because it's the thing that made everything work. You know what I mean? Because it was like, oh shit, 15 feet tall or 24 foot tall. But now we crossed it with this and all of a sudden it's like doable. I'm, I mean, the corollary is the, uh, like the green revolution when people uh, bred wheat to make it smaller and, you know, the world's population kind of exploded because we were able to, you know, more, more of the uh, harvestable mass or the harvest index was the, uh, the grain. Right. Than. Which is the same. Like when you grow a 20 foot tall plant, you're, you're, you're nothing's in the middle. You know I mean? It's all still the tips, right? So you're still looking at whatever is that volume on the edge, everything else in between. You don't even, especially once you've trimmed weed, you're like, I don't even want to know what's inside there. Right. I just want to look at those little, <laughs> let me take those tips off and work with those. Cause the rest is a nightmare, you know? So, um, yeah, those are those are. I think that's probably one of the reasons why, and I think also because of the smoke and mirrors of Thailand, no one really had like as much of a connection to the real spot, real places that it was grown because a lot of times it was not even grown in Thailand. You know what I mean? So it's just called Thai weed, and everybody kind of assumed. So I think it was more mystery of the location of where that shit was even being grown half the time. So. Whereas other places became famous because it's that's Oaxaca and coming from Oaxaca. So when you get to Oaxaca, you're like, where's the Oaxaca, where's the Oaxaca at? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And in Thailand, it was always like you get there and people are like, oh, no, that's all coming from over there. You know, like, oh, fuck. All right. So why don't you call it that? It's like, shh, be quiet. <laughs> it was more smart. So do you guys want to give out your contact information one more time? We're going to probably have to roll into shout outs you can stick with us through patreon and we're going to give away a lamp we're giving away a lamp thailand yeah. would be rough if they wouldn't in thailand though because we'd be like damn it's going to cost three times as much to get it there how is it shipping just, is hey it, just, what, just fill it with weed bro we'll be cool with that okay <laughs> even better even better right <laughs> yeah what that that is a maybe that's a conversation we have during patreon but there yeah. are some international laws that state that if it was grown legally in a country and then it can be exported and accepted by another country that also has um a, a, a taxation framework that's right yeah. california i just california, saw colorado california colorado should have like we should be able to exchange stuff right now i yeah. mean because until the end of the year it's wide open here so why can't you say send beans or whatever you want to places that are legal beans yes because, but because it's federally not accepted exactly. here we can't send anything that has thc in it no but canada can um well, colombia can there are a lot of countries that can. imported from canada I'm, I'm, I'm ready yeah i'm ready i want to have genetics i've been working on i'd love to share it with family and friends back in, in the states what's happening i mean you now it's ship now legally seeds are now legal in america so that's not a problem Yay. so i'm not a lawyer but i would encourage anybody who is thinking of moving genetics to do it now because there is a there's that dea classification right now that they're standing behind so until they you know examine it further mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, now it is it, there is no repercussions to send Genetics. But I'm not a lawyer. Check with your own jurisdiction. Uh, but I've been yeah. looking into this pretty pretty heavily. Um, you know, like you said, we, we can. There's already been an import of flour that came in from Canada, legally imported into Thailand. I just got the pictures of it yesterday. Um, but genetics wise, like they're open to importing genetics. You're allowed to import the seeds here, but you have to import them through the agricultural department. 
So when you're importing genetics, as it states right now today, um, you need to be, in order to make it viable, you need to bring in a large amount of seeds. No problem. Um, phytosanitation. Yeah, yeah. Is the, phytosanitation. You the phytosanitary, That's the, the number one pain the ass. And you have to give 400 seeds to the government so that ah, they right. can... Totally yeah, exactly. A little back direction, like, yep, yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I believe, I believe that's called a reach right around. Large no, that's, sense, a reach. But if, that's, that's a reach around. You know, <laughs> if you're bringing in little packs, it really doesn't make sense. No. But, uh, but there's no real laws as well. Like, I've been ordering from seed banks here for years, and they just, you know, put it into a T-shirt and send it out. But right now, if you got caught with the seeds, there'd be, it'd be, there'd be nothing they can do to you. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so stoked to hear. I didn't even I didn't know that. Well, I'm gonna start shipping packs out. <laughs> there you go. Your life just changed. Like, yeah, dude. I mean I, 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 like my Instagram, I got a lot of people that have been like itching, man. For, uh, your, uh, UK, all sorts of places are come on man. I'm like, I want to do believe me, I want to. I'm you know, so I'm gonna do it now. Yeah, no, it's definitely a new world when it comes to that, and I think it's it's like how Colorado right now. If you, whenever I travel out of here, you know, I have my, my puffco, my hash, oh, my yes. all sorts, and they don't fucking blink an eye at all. It's like they'll do the same, or they'll pull out. You know what the hell you got? You got something in an aerosol can? Are you crazy? <laughs> you know, out of your mind? You know, and you're like they're just moving all your hash and shit out of the way. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, they, it's 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 totally different, and uh, and that's kind of the way what? we want it, right? That's, right. Absolutely. Yeah, Take your batteries out of your car before you fly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I just got on the airplane yesterday. I'm actually in Pat Yai right now, which is like one of the furthest southern points in Thailand. And yeah, I had a big old bag of weed in my in my bag yesterday. And the lady's like, can I search this bag? And I was like, yes, you can. I was so happy to even pull out my weed and show her. I'm like, yeah, it's the first time I've flown in Thailand. I haven't been afraid of, you know having a big old bag of weed on me and uh and then she arrested you <laughs> and you're under arrest sir this is international property da, 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 the rules don't apply that's kind of that's it that is the way it is in some places they, they they treat it like that where you're just like what what do you mean this is not you know, like this is not even this is not even dc like the dc is definitely like that you know it's like, it's, yeah, well, when, they first, when they first legalized it they had a big festival in our city here in brewery around the 360. And I was selling clones. We had a booth there. So it's like day two of legalization. First day at the festival, I park my car. I get out. I got a big box of clones. And there's all these police standing in the front. And it's the first time I got to walk by a bunch of cops holding a big tray of like 10 clones. And they're all like, hey, stop, stop. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to jail. This was all a setup. This whole country just wanted to throw me in jail. They're like. What strain are those? What strain are those? I'm like, oh, okay, this is all good. But uh, it certainly is nice to not be put in jail for something that you love, and it's something that's so harmless. So the freedom yeah. that everyone's got in oh, Thailand to just enjoy life is a little bit nicer. For sure. And like I said, you guys all um, – definitely pick the right time to be there so it's it's uh, good to see and um, i think we'll we'll be making our way out sooner oh, or yeah. later we'll be definitely. there in a few weeks yeah we'll be uh, changing everything changing all the schedules now <laughs> but uh now for sure looking forward to it and uh thank i want to thank m uh personally for helping this make this work out and tian of course no problem it was a nice, pleasure always nice to talk mm -hmm. to you and i if you're here next week we're gonna be hanging out we'll take you down to the farm show you what's going yeah, on yeah all right 
down. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. And then uh, Baba, again, looking like looks like you're in the heat of it all. So you'll be our go-to guy when oh, we get yeah. there. And Chris, hopefully, we'll see you too when we're out. And I'll bring you some beans to ruin the oh, gene man. pool even Bro. further. I will be there to help <laughs> help destroy the gene pool once uh, again. Now <laughs> right there, uh, CTS Canatize Seeds on Facebook, Instagram. Also, Siam Soil. We got a soil company over here, so y'all. Nice. Big. Well, and yeah. Thank Check you. out the OG Canico when you can, man. The OG Canico. Oh. And when you guys do come out, I have a full-on 15-bedroom, beautiful resort that you guys can come and stay at. Um, if you come after September, the resort's going to be done. How's your internet? The- How's your internet there? Is good internet? He's on here. Better, right better than it is right now. But yeah, oh, well, then, they're, then we're good. Then we're, that's all we need. Wow. As long as we can smoke uh, weed and we have good internet, we're 100% yeah. set. That's it. We're that's there, so Baba. Nice. Oh, you didn't you. say you're going to smoke weed. It's like, no, of course <laughs> we're going to smoke weed. <laughs> Baba, what's your Instagram? Um, I don't really like uh, Baba Fats OG is my Instagram. Uh, Facebook, you can find me at Baba Fats or Ryan Duran. Uh, you can find the OG Canico on, uh, on Facebook as well. Oh, we can smoke in this bitch. Nice. Well, that's awesome, guys. Thanks for uh, helping us uh, celebrate your f- road to freedom here. Road to freedom. Freedom. <laughs> As America closes down and becomes less, <laughs> you guys open up and become more. So that's just the way it goes, right? Yeah. And then, um, if, and if you guys want the same link, um, you guys can stay. You guys can leave the link open if you want. Um. Or you can come back on that link because we're going to be on for another hour on Patreon, which is the, the second show, which we do, which is kind of the after party. So it gets real crazy over there. So oh, yeah. since you guys are just waking up, you guys can go drink a couple more coffees, get all jacked up, and then get back on here. There we yeah. go. Hang out with us. All so, right. Thank great. you so much. Thank you. And then yep. we're gonna, okay, man. Bye, y'all. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Thanks, Tian. Right. Have fun. Chris, M, Baba, peace out. All right. Peace out. I can't believe we forgot that we had to do a fucking giveaway. Yeah, Jesus. Forget. Well, at least we all forgot. At least everyone yeah. forgot, including them. Yep. Shout out to uh, Illuminar Lighting. And, uh, yeah, we could definitely... Uh, you guys already picked out some stuff because I, 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 I saw four requests came in during the show. They were like, they're flying yes, in. Yes, I already found Dang. something. Oh, sorry, bro. I didn't know so much work. He's busy. Look at you. Always even, what happens podcast. when it's hot in here? And, and you stoned, and Dave man. are all cry- dying, dying and crying. Getting us all high. Dying and crying. I got a fan. I'm not crying. You got a fan? I'm not crying. Yeah, I'm just high. Who, who likes you? Oh, there's a fan. I, I need that for my eye. Mm. Got like dirt in my eye for the last hour. You need a fan for your eye? <laughs> anyway. Buildasoil.com. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I'm sure you know Buildasoil, right? Nice. See? You're going to help us with all these ads because you're going to prove that all of our people are awesome because you're going to be like, I know those guys. Those guys are great. They're the best. Yes. Andrew's so like, so for sure, build a soil. If you're here in Colorado and you're a grower and you don't know build a soil, then you are not you a real. You're a shitty grower. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you should be ashamed. Uh, you should be ashamed of yourself and you should just go, yeah, crawl back in that hole and die. No. No. In general, uh, this is your one-stop shop for all uh, organic inputs, IPM products, uh, obviously soil. Um, and also information. If you need, just give them a call. Uh, 855-877-SOIL. Tell them you want that done deal. They have to call if you want a done deal. You're not going to do it online. There's no, no sort of way to do it. Uh, but you can go online, look at what you need, 
come up with a million questions to ask them and bother them and, and annoy them because that's what we do. Mm. As growers, we need to pr- prove our, our superiority at all times. <laughs> I am smarter than you. I know more than you. What? I didn't oh. know that. Oh, wow. That's cool. I should have done that. That's, you, know, you know how many times I've done that where I've gone in, didn't listen to a word the person said, right? Went, mm. Did it all wrong. And then later went back and like looked at the really fine print and was like, oh, you got to put that in before. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I've been putting it in all the laughter. No wonder mm-hmm. that shit don't seem to work. So anyway. BuildTheSoil.com. These Eight guys will help five. you in those situations. Eight they'll make seven, it out. They'll make soil. it. They'll make it down. <laughs> all right. Green Farms Magic. Have you ever heard of Green Farms? It. Green Farms? Yeah. Mm, Say no. yes. Yes. All right. Yeah. No, yeah. but you have. <laughs> but have you heard of. Uh, Platte Valley, Valley Dispensary. <laughs> yes. There you go. Well, now Platte Valley Dispensary is wow. Green, Green Farms Med. Wow. Green Farms Med. They yep. have Look taken it over. That. Not only does that help that they're in confusion because it's not on the Platte Valley. It's on the Platte River. But you got to know their <laughs> weed is It is not is a green farm. No, it is, it is oh. a green farm. No, their weed is on fire. And he has uh, all organic... Uh, no-till grown cannabis, which is very hard to find in the industry because most people don't want to take that extra mile because it's way easier to just cut corners, buy some cheap shit, throw it on your plants, and hope for the best, and then just... And everybody loves going, well, I oh, don't you know, a pound you'd be really happy to know. Like you'd be really happy to know that rare dankness weed is going for $300 a pound on the on the market right now. Holy shit. You are kidding. There you it's go. It's okay. I'm about to fix their warehouse, guys. How's really? that for some low ball and crap? Fuck. <laughs> oh, $300. cheese face. It's going to anyway. be expensive, so get your shit while you can. <laughs> so, How many clams have you had? She's two this clams one. deep. Damn no, it. one clam deep. Yeah, wow. I'm slacking. Greenfarmsmed.com. Slow on the clams. But yes, Green Farms. <laughs> Done deal. Fire. Ozocoffee.com. Look at the... Look at anybody it. have their Ozo here? Oh, where's my Ozo? Already stashed it. So shout out to Justin and Rebecca who are at Red Rocks at Widespread Panic Look at, right look at this fucking... <laughs> yo, yo, I got coffee. Well, he gave us such a big bag, I had to break it up into bags for you guys. It was such a big bag. No, yeah. no, it was such a big bag that I had to drink it all and give you some scraps. Ozocoffee.com. Yeah. Enter done deal at oh, checkout. Ozo. You get 20% off. You're going to love my nuts. Watch this. No, that's, Ozo that's is the next. shit, though. Let me tell you. Yeah, you're beans, you're totally actually. ruined. Vinny even said he's like, I ran out and I tried to. I bought some Das Bog or something like that. You Ugh. can't go backwards. You're, you're totally ruined. Yeah. Terrible. So there is nothing on the shelf oh. to buy at the store. Anyway. Ozocoffee.com. <laughs> Boom. Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Scott's Green out of there, bro. but it yeah, still doesn't mean that, that. Their, their quality sucks. Their quality sucks. You have the ability to <laughs> save bulls. more money on a Green Bros purchase than any other done deal because no, most of their stuff is ten dang, grand so plus. Yeah, no, it's, it's it living up to its name. It was four hundred dollars an ounce dang. when I was working. Greenbros.com. <laughs> Green Bros with a Z. If you go, uh, if you ask for the done deal, it's five percent off your order. We're going to be giving away a. 215 DT, which Rosendogs oh. just paid, what, six grand for? Um, Rosendogs just got one? Yeah, he did for his guys. Not for us. Nope. Oh. He didn't get us the camera. Camera. Didn't get us nothing. Yeah. Was he supposed to get you nothing. something too? Yeah. Was, what was that? What did he get you a puffco? What are you Oh, no, a puffco. You didn't get it. Uh, I didn't get a puffco. Yeah, you're supposed to get her a puffco. What the fuck? I want the mermaid one, though. <laughs> Come on now. Mermaid co? Yes. Yeah, kind of number? Colorful. What kind of number two fan is that? Right? Uh, I was Greenbros.com and at Greenbros Inc. on Instagram. 
Boom. Beating. Apothecary Fire. Oh, Apothecary. Colorado, Oklahoma's fire, concentrate fire, focus fire, fire, dispensary. Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> Delicious. I got no. big old jars from them. They yeah. had a big old sale yesterday. It was like 150 for like eight grams. It was crazy. So I was like, yeah. You got buckets? Yeah, I got some buckets. Lucky. <laughs> Look at it. But uh, yeah. There's some deals um, I wish that was so cool. Dropping the Benjamins. <laughs> For sure, but uh, if you are into concentrates, these guys are who you want to go check out here in Colorado. Uh, they call their diamonds and socks uh, diamonds and sauce products. Wow. Diamonds and socks. Wow. Ambrosia. <laughs> That's a terrible name for some oh. extract. Yeah, diamonds and solventless hash oil, and they're stocked up right now with tons of rosin. These are, so these are sock flavored. Go check them out. Oh, you get a done deal: twenty-five dollar gram of rosin and an infused joint. If you say done deal, that makes uh, at any Colorado location. Sweet. Well, I've never seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Are we doing these guys this week or what? I have. Oh, yes. Of we'll, course we'll we are. Have, what are you we'll talking have, about? We'll have peanut butter in the next. Oh, yeah. We didn't. Oh, we were going to protest last Sinks. week, but we didn't That's do right. it. No, yeah. we, don't, we don't have to anymore. It's no. over. No, no. The, the protest is over. I'll even sing. Oh, they're coming back. Yeah, you're going to uh, sing it? I just did. That was a song? That was a song. And they also wow. got well, it's two notes, dude. Have you heard me sing? Are you guys singing? <laughs> <laughs> I know you have. We're also going to have, they got us oh, in yeah, touch with 710 Labs, so we're going to have them awesome. out in a few weeks as well. Oh, Are we? that's really? fantastic. Yeah, like well, wait, 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 wait. Adam? What happened? Um, I was, I, I had a friend say, yeah. have you ever tried 710 Labs flour? I'm like, of course. I've tried their concentrate. I don't know if I've ever had tried their flour. Fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. So I went to their, their 710 web, you know, website. Mm-hmm. Can't figure it out at all. There's no store find or anything. But I know that Adam and Spencer own um, Breckenridge Organic Therapy and oh. always have 710. Not me, Adam, by the way. Adam oh, Weiss. I own That's nothing. A, Adam and G, I, I think, happy. is the Numb nuts, Adam. <laughs> Numb nuts, Adam. And so that still I, doesn't define, like, I could have numb nuts. You don't know. CC. Oh. <laughs> you oh, don't know. You don't know. You don't know. I'm proud to say I know nothing about your nuts. nuts. <laughs> uh, freshly Dr. Bronnard, which means they're humming at this moment. Wow. The peppermint? Lavender? Yes. Peppermint Jeez. makes your nuts hum. So It, it does. It have does. you ever icy hot your balls? still humming. It's wow, guys. Humdinger. Come it's on. It's a humdinger. What? How many clams have you had? I had no clams. Yeah, you guys can't be talking about Danny Midzo. Oh my God! Anyway, I reached out to Adam and Spencer, and they got me in touch with the guys from Seven Ten, and I will get them on the show. I just smoked some of okay. their Zittles or Skittles. <laughs> sorry, numb nuts. Numbnutsco dot com. Fourteen or Boulder dot com. Oh, oh sorry. fire, fire! So this we're smoking rosin tonight that is picked out by Matthew, who is at Mister Coffee Ooh. on. I've uh, never had this flavor before. On Instagram, Malbec. He, I just he. he oh, said, what? Are we talking about shrooms, shroomies? That new no. strain from. That's right. Doesn't that a scroom type Malbec? Maybe. Yes, Malbec strain. Well, it is shrooms. cannabis at fourteener. What? And it is rosin. No. Show them. I'm l- stealing well, mushrooms. Everybody has to try right the honeymoon too. So good. Oh, oh no, it's for the C. Yeah, their rosin is so on point. Their okay. flowers fire. <laughs> their vapor pods, um, amazing. Bur- they they go down to the last drop. You got to stop by at 14 or Boulder. They're on 28th, um, on Mapleton between 28th and 30th. If you go to their website and click right under that done deal right there, that's the pre-order. new, fresh, fresh. Much better path. They They don't show the bouncing cannabis anymore. Did you see their remodel actually? Oh, they took away the bouncing cannabis? Oh, they totally redid the store. The store is looking really nice. Nice. You still got to do the online order though it's where it takes five minutes i it, mean literally yeah. five minutes and they'll help you if you can't figure yeah. it out what <laughs> 
Like Dave? Dave can't figure it out? Uh, oh, I got in trouble? Did I get in oh, trouble? Oh, Your no. Sir Dirty made me go, oh, wow. I, my I, I just had to make sure that the rosin down. What I say? What I say? What I say? What'd you say? Oh, you're nuts. You're nuts. Oh, my nuts. Oh, that's what it was. Because of the delay. I never know. 14 year old. What did I just say? I was talking about nuts humming. Humming nuts. Fish head farm. Sorry, Sir Dirty. If your name's Sir Dirty, you can deal with some humming nuts. Fish shit on Instagram. Not too dirty otherwise. Um, 25% off if you ask for the done deal. <laughs> now we're going dirty. Why did you look at me when you said that? Because you started the I'm flicking beans, drinking angel. clams thing. You're oh my clam, God. You're <laughs> look at that photo of you. Drinker. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's the best my tatas Oh, Melmac. Ever there you go. Good one. <laughs> yes. See, oh, Melmac. Melmac. Isn't that where. Uh, oh. See, I that's where Alf is from. Dude is from. Oh, wait. No, no. That's, that's right. where Alf is from. That's the planet. Alf yes. No, Mork is from Ork. Oh, yeah, Mork is from sorry. <laughs> Get your fucking yeah. obscure 80s Manny, Manny. planets. I got Alf, right? I know you did. What? Yeah. Alf is good. He, he was a show before you were born. He came from I a mushroom Alf. planet, man. That's he was a puppet. Sense, man. But the and mushrooms were named cats. after you that, I think. Uh, oh, everybody watched. I'm pretty sure the mushrooms were named like after the fake show. planet, not the uh, planet like named like after the mushrooms. Sessions. Correct. Exactly. Weird. There you go. Correct. No fish piss. Sorry. So I don't like it. Fishheadfarms.com, <laughs> enter done deal, and you're going to get 25% off your order. They ship anywhere. How would you collect fish piss? That'd be really hard. If Actually, like, like, most like, fish All right, it's coming eat. out. Quick, grab it. Like, just, no, uh, I know it's a small bag, eat. I think. That's... Oh, wow. Um, the shit is like really what? Well, we, we, we have to give away a lamp, and that's you're going with fish. I, I, fish was, faces is you trying to answer me questions? Not to read the stuff. I'm off answering the questions. I'm answering <laughs> just, really important. Don't questions. read the screen, bro. Yeah, because you can't handle the screen. Yeah, I can't handle. You can't the handle the screen. Handle the screen. Yeah. <laughs> you can't uh, handle the truth. At fish shit <laughs> on Instagram. I just get like, oh, wow, All right. cool. They What's love. Next? They love me. Dude, <laughs> so our turp campaign wipes must arrived. have worked. Yes, yeah. turp wipes arrived today. Turp wipes, turp oh, wipes. Works. What? We got turp we wipes. We got re-upped on our oh, turpwipes.com slash done go, girl. Hang on. It Start takes the turp cleaning. your brand new car. Vinny, oh. turpwipes.com slash done deal. If you don't go to slash done deal, you don't get, you don't the, get, the, don't get the discount. Okay? Uh, or you don't the need deal. to enter anything. Terpwipes.com slash done deal. You need it. to get the subscription slash right it. now That's so that right. you never run out. <laughs> yeah. You ever seen these? No. Oh no, my god. Are you, take, uh, are you a dabber? Are you a dabber? I am not no, really. That's a no. Like, but that's that right. was a no. You know, it's okay. You, you can start now. Do you like smoking out of a bong? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh. Okay, well, oh. then you're going to love dabbing. These things are great for cleaning out your bowl and like getting all the gunk out of your fucking like stems no, and all that shit. No. You can attach it to a fucking uh, like wooden. Wait. They, they come with three little wooden pikes in each package and you can just like clean like out all your shit with them, dude. It's awesome. You get that in there and you get it in every nook and cranny. Oh, yeah. Like a little crackhead. That's what I do. I take one hit and then I clean out the bowl, dude. Oh, that's the worst. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I change the water and clean out the bowl. Oh, I was trying to the worst. Yeah, those anal, those anal guys changing the water, cleaning the bowl. Terpwipes.com. But those guys love terpwipes. Slash done. Look at that. That's right. It's brand new. I use wow. about three a day. Three a day is my ding. Yeah, three a day. Yeah, cultured Biologics oh, or at Cultured on yeah. Instagram. Cultured Biologics. Um, what to say about Cultured Biologics? They're what rocking. not? They're to on say. point. They are going to change the industry Sorry, because they are not using salts, but they are using powders. And they're not using. There's no water involved. It's all made with carbon, carbon. plant-based carbon. nutrients. Remember carbon. those things? Plants eating plants. Remember that? No, yeah. remember that? Yes. God, this awesome. is a uh, cannibalistic plants. 
Underground dwellers. Yes, <laughs> underground dwellers. No, but they have a great program, super easy to use. They have, um, you know, there's a couple liquids in there too, but the liquids are all just little tiny little milliliter here. Just a little push over the edge here, but all organic um, and about to blow the fuck up. They have been just calculating and getting their formulas down and they are about to make a big push and we're going to help them do it because we are all about it. It's what I've been using now for the last three cycles now, going on my fourth and loving it more and more. Cultured by Complimented by my wife that it was the best crop I ever grew, which made me pissed off because I was like, you don't know nothing. Uh, (laughs) I know. Oh, that way? There you go. There's some there. That's some GMO, which even Mark could tell it was GMO. So there you go. Yeah, he didn't tell me what it was. Not disguised by some fucking house and gardens or something. You're like, hey, is this house and gardens? You're like, yeah, how'd you know? And it's like, because it all smells the same. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, beautiful fucking products, Culture Biologics. Take a look at their stuff, hit them up, and uh, get on the fucking program. Get on the program, kids. Do it. Do it. Speaking of getting on the program, we're going to do that last. Do seats here now first. Switch it up. Switch it, because today is one of those days. Seats here now. Exactly. Seats here now. Seats here now. Get deep. You make it deep. Seats here now. No, no. You got to get deep, 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 deep. The trusted broker of top quality seats. Wrong place again. Seats. Seeds. 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 Seeds here now makes you have a very deep voice. It's part of the deal. You can't say <laughs> right. it without it. But what you can do there is pick up uh, sixty plus. I think it's sixty plus breeders now. I think he's he's he's, he's called plus? he's called a few. Yeah, he's had to call a few. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, he's I heard him out to pasture. It could be sorry. close to seventy, but I heard him say sixty the other day. So I have a feeling he's, he's clean in house. He he's cut clean. a couple loose. Couple, did he? couple couldn't Dang. hang. Could, couldn't hang with big boys, but if you check on the Shucks. list of all the breeders, you will see that they are the best of the best, and all under one roof, and all guaranteed. If you have any problems, they'll fi- they'll fix it. That's huge in in genetics because you know it is like living germplasm. So hey, shit can go wrong. That's, well, Vinny is yeah. checking the website right That's now to find the ones that were knocked off, so we can make fun of them. No, there's what? nobody making fun of them. <laughs> but you can. But what you can do is you can uh, go to their other site, which is a which is shnauctions.com, and that's their seed uh, auction vault that they who's that bust out. That's our boys hanging in there. Oh, they're still there. Good. Uh, and uh, we have uh, the uh, in their auction vault. They have. Two, basically two packs back of every strain that they ever bought into their collection. Two clams down. down. And so that means that they have not been replaced. And if they haven't been replaced, that means that they are good seeds to begin with. So you have yourself a fucking top product and the only one left in the planet. So check them out. And uh, you can't use the done deal on the the auction house, but you can use it on all the seeds that you buy directly from them on their website. So check them out. Yeah. Get that done deal. And now. Oh, and now. The drum roll. Okay, our, holy our, our lighting okay. guy, our lighting group that we work with, Illuminar Lighting, uh, has been giving away a light every single month for the last couple of years now, and it's uh, the army is growing, right? The plants. All right, if you sent in an email, whoa, whoa, make sure you got the double, word of the month. Word of the month. Oh yeah, this is a. Uh, 
from Illuminar. I'm a little nervous about this. You thing. can look. No, well, you can look at to, at their post today. Go to the post. You should just I tell know. them. No, 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 no. Andrew said eighty percent of the word. If you add an ism. Ism, really? Yeah. Wow. Total periodism. Oh. Oh, oh hey. You just blew it, bro. So Did good. I just blow it? No, no it's all right. Not anybody? No, not really, because nobody listens to our show. Yeah. Nobody actually listens. When they, so, like, you could say the word right before you're not supposed to say the word and still be like, how do I find out? We support winners. So it's okay. We like winners. Okay, so do you Here guys we want go. to call someone? Yes. Yeah, call somebody. Is that what you want to yeah. do? Call your friends. Yeah. Let Andrew tell them the answer for Call first. my friends. <laughs> Are you insinuating that <laughs> I call people answers. that I know? Of course know not. Of give course them the not. Had, we've sat here for like 10 minutes and let them go find the show. Because we're like, we're not even going to try to go. Here's my buddy's number. Call this number. Wait, no, no. Remember the one time we let somebody go? He said the word right when we were hanging up on him. And we, no, no. And we had to, yes, and we yeah, gave yeah, away yeah, two yeah. lights that yeah. week. Oh, yeah. that's, yeah. that's oh, the worst. So we're basically the worst giveawayers. I won't hang up no more. All right, go ahead. Oh. All right. We're calling Brian right now. Brian. Hey, if your name's Brian and you listen to the show, you better Brian figure out that me. word of the month. Now. Brian <laughs> meow. Hello? Hey, hey, is that Brian? Oh my god! Hey, how's it going, man? Uh, what's Good. up? You're on what's the Adam Dunn show. Boop, boop. Oh my god! I didn't. Even, I didn't even think it. Because you're not listening tonight. Is oh, that what you mean? Oh, is this the day? The one time you're not listening to the show, or what? Yeah, I was going through. I was looking through my email to see if anybody contacted me back at all. all. Yeah, I just. I just got off of it too. I was on it like up to the, the high part night. Going through all my emails. Oh, oh good. Now, I'm hopefully, actually, I'm actually trying to. I'm actually trying to sell some of my stuff. I'm trying to make my rent for, for next month. Well, well, you can sell any lights you got because you got a new one coming. If you yep. can just tell us, tell us what the word of the month. Are is. you breeding dogs? No. Kids. Oh, kid breeding kids. So, do you know the word of the month? Oh, I don't. Oh. 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 Maybe somebody, in, maybe if you logged on and got on the YouTube page right now, somebody like Mike Denver or Sir Dirty might repeat what they heard. What is that? How you're trying? You to got do? a half an hour. Yeah, we got. Uh, you, yeah. Have <laughs> <laughs> you can do it, my friend. Oh, man. You can do it. Yeah, yeah we're gonna. I know there was even stipulations with it. It's yeah. okay. You can do it. Not, we're good. Yeah. We're a tough crowd. Can, we're, so, we're the easiest guys in the world. We're gonna do dabs right now while you figure it out. Go, go to the. <laughs> you are on Instagram, correct? Yes, I am. Okay, go to Illuminar Lighting's Instagram page. Illuminar Lighting. Let me know when you're there. I'm gonna load it down. Okay, I'm on Instagram. Okay. Gosh. What is it called again? Illuminar lighting. This is the the actual lamp you said you wanted to win. Yeah, oh, yeah this is the yeah. lamp you're gonna win. You're gonna win it. See, you have to be like positive about this. Yeah. You're going yeah. to win this light. You just have. And to there win. is a post. I <laughs> Uh, there is a the, the only the post, post today. The first one today says something about blank is the length of the light period in the oh my gosh diurnal. Uh, did you say urinal? Did you say urinal? Uh, what did it say? Fuck. Diurnal cycle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to Dave. Did, did no, but I, I, I knew the answer, so I wrote the answer down, so it's he, there. Yeah. Shortening of the day. You wrote the answer about two what comments do we got? down. What do we got? What do we got? 
So it's lumen, luma, L-U-M-I-L-I-N. Oh, you're still not on the light. I-L-U-M-I-N-A-R. I in the beginning. Illuminar lighting. Illuminar. I L U M I N A R lighting. <laughs> no, it's look really at us. Good. Really, you're gonna win. You're gonna be excited when you win because you're gonna be funny. like, "Whoa, shit! I didn't even know what I was winning. Now I won." This yeah, like, I have no idea. Like, I built my own light out of uh, LED uh, home light bulbs. Really? Oh, well, this is way yeah, better. Works great. Well, you're gonna be <laughs> stepping up to the big leagues now. I use that tape. That's danger of fire. <laughs> Uh oh, well, we're gonna now we have to give a timing. I was gonna be on timer. You got it now? You're on there? Did you find it? Oh, I have that somewhere. Welcome to the official page. Uh, L I M E L I G H T dot P E R T. Is that the right one? No. Here we go. Illuminar. I L L U M. I N A R. I'm doing another dab. Like <laughs> on Instagram. I want a dab. Oh, that's bullshit, dude. dude. Fuck that. Can you please help me too? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got it. We got it. Wow, that's a lot of words. <laughs> How we doing? Did you find it? No, I didn't. Oh, man. It's on my phone. I'm sorry, man. No. I didn't know. I, I only thought, like, that last part, like, where it said, uh, pick one. your light and then a number. That, that's well, about as far now as I'm a liar. I didn't know there was anything else. Now I'm a liar. Well, my but at least, had, though, my, you... My internet's running on my phone. It's screwing up now. I got you. We'll call that a Mercury Retrograde... Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. you can write in next month and try again next yeah. month. And, and now, uh, and you know us, uh, you see how sympathetic we are to this point. If we see you write in again, yeah, I probably will give you another chance. But this time, you'll know this. You'll know the program. So we're going to move on, though. So right thanks, on. man. Thanks, man. Thanks, Brian. Sorry. Thank you. Go out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I um, hope I hope he didn't ruin his life. Oh, that was. So Wait, funny. he builds lamps. I mean, come on. Yeah, he's a smart. I hope so. Fuck. All right, next we got. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? I didn't have a back. Hold on, call my buddy. I'll give him the word. Hey, no, no buddies. This is this is a real deal. I'm messing. It's a real deal. Here. Okay, what do you got? Hold on, man. Dang. All right. We're gonna call. Dang. He got it. I got a dang out of that one. Just relax, bro. Okay. Yeah. Just relax, bro. We're trying to call people. You know. Thank you. You have so many friends. <laughs> we are calling Valerie, and hopefully Valerie knows oh, the yeah. word of the month. Valerie, make sure you have this word figured out. We usually do pretty good. I'm, I'm amazed. Like, bing, bing, bing. Hi. Hello, Valerie. This is Valerie. What's shaking? How are you today? Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Hi. <laughs> I would like to order one photo period light, please. Nice. Now that's the way it's done. You see that? Killing it. Yeah, that is right. deserving. Right out of the gate. So deserving at that time. Like she knows what's up. Right. right. Well, she Valerie. was listening Valerie too. Has such a sexy she voice. Thanks for telling me about the show and everything. Cool. Say that again. Yeah, I got to Yeah, no, I just had to thank my friend for telling me about your show and like I was just tuning in and I was like, "Oh, this is so fantastic." Yeah. Well, there you go. Nice fresh <laughs> fresh. Not in Mike Denver. This is normally we have the same guy who keeps coming in winning everything, so I'm glad to hear fresh 
new, f- new Mike voices. Denver hasn't won anything since I've been on the show, so it's going on four years. He so. just yeah. dresses oh. up and just does different yeah, things. You don't know. <laughs> oh, he wears the oh, funny yeah. nose. <laughs> he's wait. You're not Mike Denver, are you, Valerie? <laughs> She's doing a good job. No, <laughs> not today. Okay, okay. Nice. Well, we're trying. gonna get all the information from yeah. you. I'll send you an email uh, yeah. to Illuminar and you, and they will get a hold of you and get your address and send you a new lamp. And then feel free to send us any kind of uh, updates and. Uh, well, well, and since we took oh, yeah. 15 minutes with Brian, if is there anybody you want to plug? Or yeah, tell us your right friend. Now? Hey, shout out your friend that gave yeah. you the, yeah. you know, the tip. Uh, um, Erie. Nice. And then also I grow a lot of stuff like with Erie Genetics, and then I'm also doing some stuff with... Um, Erie. I go on Fumador G- G- uh, on occasion. Nice. Like our favorite. We like to do game night. and um, I don't know, but... Adam Dunn's show is pretty badass. Right on. I've been watching you guys Ooh, a, a lot more. Welcome. Cool. Well, definitely. I've been watching you guys for a minute, but... Well, now you're going to yeah. be watching every week, I hope. So, cool. And I'll be telling you guys everything that's going on, yeah. Right on. Awesome, Valerie. Thank you. Thank you, Valerie. I'll send you an email, and uh, we'll get you all squared away. Are you a Patreon member? Um, I will be shortly. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, join the Patreon because we're going to go for another hour after this. We always have an extra hour after the show. And J-Lo's two clams in, so you never know what'll happen. You never know yeah, what's going to happen. Yeah, she's had a bunch of white clams. So <laughs> yes, she could, perfect. You can party, with, party with her at the, Thanks, the white clam after party. <laughs> J-Lo. Thank you, Valerie. <laughs> you guys do such a good job on show. Thank you. You guys have a great day. Thank right you. On. Peace See out. Ya. Valerie's voice go. sounded so hot. I bet she's a dime. Look at a dime. Oh, she didn't see the text code for <laughs> two clams that she's ready to make out with chicks. Nice. Wait, save it for Patreon. This is why we have her on the show. We're, wait, we're waiting for that moment. Save we it just for haven't Patreon. Had any, we only have dudes on the show, yeah, so it's, it's no good. Yeah. Well, no, she was going to bring her girlfriend <laughs> oh, in. Yeah, yeah that wasn't yeah. going to happen. Well, next time. Thank you, everybody uh, in the chat oh, who sticks with us. We appreciate you guys tremendously. Even though the Avs are losing right now. Oh, well, shout uh, out to is... everybody in the chat gang for hanging out. And shout out, to, obviously, to Valerie for winning the, the lamp. Yeah. Illuminar Lighting for supplying the lamp. Shout oh. out to Baba for hanging in there. We're going to be chilling. We're gonna, what we do is we do a 10-minute break now, and you can just go and do whatever the hell you want. Leave your thing open. And then we're going to be chilling for another hour on the after party. So if you're – if so, and then we'll, I'll send you a – you saw the link I put uh, in the thing for you. So you can send that to anybody, the other link for watching the show, which is on the Patreon. I'll, I'll resend it so you have it, okay? Cool. And uh want to shout out Andrew. Yeah, I just wanted to give, give a couple shout outs to this yeah, one please. properly uh, to Rachel at the free agency, um, and to uh, Juana, who has amazing products. Also, the Cannabis Science Conference uh, coming up in Baltimore in September. Uh, those guys are amazing. Um, Josh at the Cannabis Science Conference is who I'm actually specifically shouting out to anyway. Uh, then also Tracy Ryan of uh, Saving Sophie. Uh, she's doing some really interesting work these days with, uh, with cancer treatments, which is amazing. So um, I think that's everyone, except I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get yelled at. By it's somebody. okay. You have you have a backup plan on Patreon. You can go and make up all those things. Andrew's oh. going to bust a rap on Patreon. Oh, on Patreon. He's going to go yeah. off, dude. It's going to be like a one hour long, just cypher. He's going to go nuts. <laughs> what does cypher mean? No, I'm just <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, he's fired. That's a joke. That was, he's so that's, fired that's right now. One. No, but Erica Badu came out to Colorado at Red Rocks, and she's like, do y'all know what a cipher is? <laughs> that oh, was in the 90s. I was so so like, wow. Hey, shout out to Alan Turing. Dave's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Oh, that's okay. See? <laughs> look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Alan Turing? 
Don't throw down Cypher. on Cypher. Computer on. man. Oh. You're busting down? He's a computer man. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Sorry. Cracked Enigma. Yeah. Okay. I get, yeah. Okay. Oh, Fuck, guys. An Enigma wrapped in a mystery. Wrapped in. All right. And then uh, shout out to my beautiful wife, Cece, and little Nick, who are on the other side of the wall over there. PDX Amazing. Just killing it. PDX. Yes, PDX Amazing. <laughs> I say little Nick, and he gets all mad. That's, that's what we do it for. Got to keep those kids... <laughs> on their toes, right? On their toes. Those 10-year-olds, they think they're going to take over the world already. It's like a little early kid. Already. Give it another week. Uh, see you guys over on Patreon. Thanks for joining us, and uh, peace out. Peace. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> Peas and carrots.